Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. I got bronchitis. Bye. Welcome to the the dumbest dumbest part part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. So you paid for a long trial here. Or was this a free? I, I, free. I didn't, free I didn't for pay three for months. Yeah, free what for three months. What kind of deal is that? Good deal. I guess so. Except no garden hose. Mm. And keep those tulips dry. I don't need it's any It's springtime. No, I don't need the any. The tulips need to be watered. I don't, I don't think they Take do. Take out the hose Have you and met? water the tulips. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted. Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir. Shavaka, do. You want to sack? The guy is drunk. Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Friday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Oh, we have a big show today. Degenerate T-Bone coming up at 448. Tool of the week in the 5 o'clock hour. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. And I promise you, I make this promise to you, we will not take the entire first segment today talking about my impending poop. Did you uh, have the poop? I had had four of them. (laughs) I had... Four. <laughs> and you know what? It was better than I expected. Really? And I just broke my own rule. I just told you I wasn't going to talk about it. I know. It's kind of like I uh, tried to get you to do the thing you said you wouldn't do. And it worked. He's just a common man. I, I'll just keep it short and sweet. I had four of them. Remember I told you how I had lunch before I had the nine yes, pieces of pizza. So for those who missed it yesterday, you ate a full-size lunch yesterday, came in, there was pizza here for free, you ate nine very large pieces of pizza. Yeah, and I was I was nervous about what was to come, because I was not feeling good. Your stomach was in knots yesterday. And I thought it was going to be a like a birth, that I was going to have to elevate my feet and get a squatty potty. But instead, I mean, I had volume. I had to go four times last night. But the spicy lunch that I had before all the pizza saved me because it kept everything hot and moist. Okay. So note to self. It didn't get a chance to form the brick because the spicy salsa that I had. Yeah. Yeah. There's that whole saying about beer before liquor. You've never been sicker. Mm -hmm. Liquor before beer. You're in the clear. I don't think those are actually true. But in your case, if you're going to eat two full size plus lunches, have a spicy one. Spicy first first one. Spicy first, then go with regular second. Right. Good. All right. Well, glad we settled all that. Right. That was my evening last night. Uh, Spring game is tomorrow. Pre-game coverage starts 10 o'clock here on the fan. Kick is at noon. Uh, OSU already announcing that they've sold more than 50,000 tickets, so... Well, Teddy. Teddy, uh... Sorry to tell you that. Guess that's all over for you, huh? Well, anybody can sell tickets. I mean, are we going <laughs> to oh, talk is about that what we're doing now? who shows up? You know? <laughs> or are we just going to count tickets? Yeah, that's what it is. There's a lot of people who are buying spring game tickets for, what are they, five or ten bucks a piece? Seven, and I think. Seven, all right. Yeah. Seven bucks a piece, and they're like, yeah, but I don't want to go down there. I just want to give them $7. Well, I'm and sure they'll have no walk-up business either. Let's no, see what the no, weather's like sure. tomorrow. None of that. Yeah, Why yeah. can't you just admit you were wrong? You, you said are. it was going to be 40,000, 45,000 people. Clearly, that's not going to be the case. Yeah, so it's going to be like 60,000. I was wrong. 
Sorry. Well, what did we, you say? We said 100,000. I said 70 I, or 75, I, I think. I said 75. Okay, I said uh, 70 then. I was a little well, lower. Bone than you. will be better. He'll be more correct, I guess. All right. Congratulations, Bone. Man, Thank are you. you angry today? Salty. He is so mad. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but we were recording the open for the weekend show, <laughs> which uh, is not going to air on the radio tomorrow because we have Thank pregame God. coverage. It's just going to be podcast only. But Teddy swore. He swore during the open of the weekend show. Did you bleep it or did you just leave it? No, I, I bleeped it. I mean, but, we all swore, but yeah. I'm surprised that you yeah. did it. You participated. You got me fired up because both you and Bone dropped a few expletives early yeah. on, and I just went with the well, theme of the show. Just a good time to mention, if you subscribe to our podcast, you will get the best of podcast, and then you can listen then, to it and hear us swearing. Well, you well, can hear it bleeped. Bleeped out swearing. It was a very intro. We had a theme to the intro of the I told best Teddy of podcast. To leave it in. It's a podcast. We can say whatever we want. Yeah. Oh, man, I got to bleep it. Yeah, it's FCC that makes us stay clean over here. Podcast land? No holds barred. The director of digital content asked me to bleep it. (laughs) I don't know who that guy is. We got to talk to him. They fill that job yet? No, not that I know of. Forever. (laughs) Waiting to see what happens. Anyway, spring game tomorrow. Uh, We did see, we did hear today that they are going to intentionally keep the defensive looks very vanilla. Yeah, I mean, I anticipate that's because two reasons. One, it's tough to install a defense, right? Especially with the limitations you have on practice. Now they just had a whole spring of practice, right? The last couple weeks, but let's be real. I mean, it's going to take some time for that to get fully instituted. So Jim Knowles probably says, let's also just build the basics and go from there. The other thing is, if, if... they're progressing quicker than anticipated. Great. No need to put all that on film for everybody to chew on for the next exactly six months. Right. So, yeah, that's there's there's plenty of reasons not to do that, and I understand that's very good. But there's still, for me, lots to be interested in with this game. We talked a lot about how we want to see some of these defensive positions. You know, we want to see some of the guys step up that maybe in the last couple of years didn't get chances or weren't in good positions. But another thing to look at is is offensively, which we haven't talked a bunch about, but... We know who's starting this year, C.J. Stroud, but backup's going to be a little bit of a competition, right? So I think that will be a fun thing to watch and to see what happens between Devin Brown and Kyle McCord. See who ends up getting that second spot. I've uh, I've heard some nice things this offseason about Kyle McCord and his development. I'd like to see some of it. Uh, we, he did look good in the spring game last year when he played. He did not look good when he played in regular season games. For the Buckeyes. Right. I mean, look, he's inexperienced. It's probably going a million miles an hour for him. He's wearing a helmet that's four sizes too small for him, squishing his face. All of that working against him. But he's a five-star guy. I mean, coming out of high school, it was, this guy's a pro-ready guy, and he's going to have a career on Sundays. And we've seen that in the past. We've seen it not work out. I'm not saying it's not going to work out here, but he has to take that next step well, of course. because if something happens to CJ Stroud, I am I am not positive that this offense can just pick up and and win games in his absence. Well, right, it's up to the next guy behind him to show that and to earn that respect and to earn that trust from the coaches too. So I'm sure both he and Devin Brown know there's a lot to play for on Saturday for them, and of course, in every rep they take in these spring practices, every rep they're going to take in fall camp. 
Uh, but let's just say, and, and I hope this is what happens, C.J. Stroud is 100% healthy the entire season. Let's hope that's the case. Still next year, you're going to someone's going to become the starter of this football team after C.J. Stroud presumably goes on to the NFL. Oh, he's, yes, this is this is it for C.J. Stroud. Well, that's, I'm saying whoever's going to have the inside track on 2023, wouldn't you think it starts with the practices they're already having and yes. uh, a big factor in that will be how you do in front of people coming up at the shoe. So I, I think that's definitely something to keep an eye on because I don't think C.J. Stroud is going to play a ton tomorrow. Rightfully so. Why would you? Pre-game coverage, 10 a.m., kick at noon tomorrow, right here on The Fan. Today is the 75th anniversary of Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier. So everybody's wearing number 42 today. Um, I was reading a couple articles, and some of them were so obvious today. And look, we, we, we should be discussing this. We should be writing this. But one of the articles I read, I forgot where it was, maybe it was ESPN.com was discussing how Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier is still relevant 75 years later. Yes, it is. Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier will be relevant 75 years from now. This is a historical moment. This isn't just something in sports. This is a historical moment. I I guarantee you, you walk up to 100 people on the street, 99 of them will know that Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier. This is something that they teach in schools, and they should teach in schools. Yeah, I will never forget when I was a kid, I was given a book by my parents, uh, to their great credit, about Jackie Robinson, like one of those early reader type books. It was, it had a couple of chapters in it, but it not only had the history of Jackie Robinson, it had the history of many of the players who didn't get to play in the major leagues because of the color barrier. And it was, or played in the major leagues much later. Yes, played much later when they were well past their primes. And that was something that was, I'm, I don't think, you know, I'm going back in my memory. It's been so long. I definitely know that's one of the first times in my life I encountered the idea that people didn't like other people because of their skin color, right? And and that's that's something that as a child, I couldn't understand. And I remember, maybe it wasn't the first time I encountered it, but certainly one that sticks out of my head where I asked my parents, like, so they're mad at this guy because he's African-American? And they said, yeah, that." That was why they didn't want him to play. And I said, the the whole place didn't want the whole country, the league. They didn't want this guy to play. And, and, and I couldn't understand that as a child. And it was such an eye opening thing. I'm glad my parents let me see that as a child and understand. Yes, this is not that long ago. This is something that is in our, in our history as a country that we can't shy away from and walk away from. And I'm glad Major League Baseball doesn't shy away from it. They are they are celebrating Jackie Robinson's triumph over this horrible system, right? But you can't have the triumph without acknowledging the horrible system that well, we he triumphed. To, you have to ignore it. You have to give both parts of that story. And that's it's good that Major League Baseball is not afraid of that because it's oh that's too hot of a topic. I'm glad it should that's, never be too hot of a topic. That's a problem I have with uh, with society as a whole is that sometimes we want to erase the ugly parts of history. That's not what history should be. We should embrace those ugly bits, learn from them, and then hopefully never have to deal with that again. Now, we will have other ugly bits because we are very flawed, breaking oh, news sure, yeah. as a species. This is yeah. not going to be the end of it. We We still have a lot of evolving to do. We're never going to be finished until we ultimately kill ourselves because we're a flawed species let's not get down that too deep on that rabbit hole today right but jackie robinson is still relevant today 
Because, yes, Major League Baseball is fully integrated. You don't have that problem. But we still have a lot of problems in society. We still have a lot of issues with people not being treated equally. Uh, and I yeah. think we can look at lessons learned today, back in 1942 as well. I think one of the biggest takeaways from Jackie Robinson, and this is something that hit me as a child and it sticks with me to this day. 1947. What did I say? I don't know what year you said. Um, but something that sticks with me to this day about that story is I couldn't understand that, and I still can't understand it, although I've gained a lot of perspective since. I couldn't understand how people at that time couldn't speak up and how did, how was this allowed to happen, right? How is it that all through like the era of Babe Ruth and Lou well, Gehrig and all those guys speaking up? I, that, mean, I know, I know that, but, but there wasn't enough, there weren't enough people speaking up and able to change it, right? And I think that's instructive when we look at today and say, well, at some point back then, that was just considered the way things are. And if you argue with that, well, then why are you, why are you trying to mess up what we've got? Why are you trying to mess this system up? Why are you rocking the boat? Can't you just be happy that this or that or the other has changed? And I think that's the important lesson I take forward is to say, all right, so what should we be looking at now that, yes, may not be quite the same thing as back then? What should we be looking at now and saying, yeah, that could still be a lot better. We can still change things. We should never take away from Jackie Robinson's story that everything's fixed and it's all good. That's not no, the message. No, nothing is good. But we should remember it, ugly yes. bits and yes. all, and celebrate the man because I've said this many times. I have no idea how he did what he did. No, not Without at just all. having a complete breakdown and or killing people because oh, he was I, just I, so I, frustrated I, with the treatment. Well, or just what what the intended goal there was to get him to quit. Everyone yeah. wanted him to stop. Everyone wanted him to quit. Everyone wanted him to lash out, and he he did none of those things, and thank God he didn't. Uh, a conflict, scandal potentially, brewing in the National Football League. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that Route 104, that's Frank Road westbound at I-71, that is closed due to an overturned vehicle. Traffic is stopped from Hall Road in this area. Police and ODOT crews are on scene blocking all lanes. The ramp from north on I-71 also closed. Please avoid if possible. Traffic report is sponsored by Staples Store. Staples is everything you need for everywhere you work. Now save $15 when you spend $75 on select items. In-store only. Upper ends on the 16th. Coupon required. One per customer. In-store only. Ah, there we go. Details. The Staples, the working and learning store. Help me array with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Extra large, extra stupid. This is Man and Bone. Happy Friday. Tool of the week is coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971 Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Spring game tomorrow. Coverage starts 10 a.m. Kick at noon. Catch all the action right here on The Fan. Tomorrow's actually a busy day for us because we're doing something we've never done before. We have three local broadcasts in one day. Spring games at noon, crew games at 7.30, jackets time at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's quite the full day here of like not just live programming, but live game programming where you get to hear a lot of 
actual action happening in and around the city or in the Jackets case out on the West Coast, but still like involving a team from here. Now, there's another one that we don't have. The Clippers are playing tomorrow, too. Here's what I suggest you do if you want the ultimate day. Have a day. You go to the spring game. Of course, you get all your tailgating in. You go to the spring game. Yeah. Then you go to the Clipper game, which I think starts at four. Four, yeah. And they're playing. Uh, they're playing the Syracuse Mets. Just FYI, that's one of the reasons we're going. But oh, yes. you're going to the game. I'm going to that game, right. baby. Yeah. So then crew start at seven thirty. So oh. this is all working out perfectly. You got noon, four, seven thirty, and then for your nightcap. Go to a bar. They're not in town, obviously, because they're playing late out in L.A. Go to a bar and watch the Jackets game. So here's the way I would suggest you do it. You park down somewhere in the arena district in the morning. You get some other mode of transportation to take you to the stadium to watch the Ohio State spring game. And then get back down to to the arena district. You've got a Clippers game. You've got the crew game. And then our bar, right? You can just go head over there or wherever yeah, down there. Whatever, There's plenty of bar bars of down there. Plenty of bars down there, right? But go watch Jackets. That's great. Also, the crew game tomorrow, uh, they are doing youth soccer night. So if you got kiddos that like to you know play soccer, maybe they're in a league. Tomorrow night after the game, you'll get to take the kids down. If they've got their youth soccer jersey on, they can go out and run on the field. Kind of get to experience that. That'd be a neat little thing. So, yeah, we're, we're actually going to do the double. We're not going to the spring game. We didn't get into that, but we are going to uh Clippers game and then crew game after. So sitting in the sitting in the good seats, gonna have some fun. Where, where are you sitting? Clippers game. Sitting in a suite. Oh. Must be nice. Brother Bone. Oh, Brother Bone hooked you Real, up. Realtor Brother well, Bone. Whatever, he's man. Got, he's selling houses and Must making be nice money to be so you. You're, you're in the suite. You're not even paying for it. That's no, even better. No, he told me he's got a suite. Come on down. We're watching the game. Mm-hmm. Gonna bring the families? Yeah, we're gonna have some fun. Must be nice. Must be nice to be you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lots of smoke about a potential Kyler Murray trade again. After a report saying the Cardinals have not offered him an extension, then there was another report that says that if Kyler Murray doesn't get an extension in the offseason, he's not gonna play for the Cardinals. He is entering his fourth season. Is that right? I think that's correct. Yeah. Yes. Sounds right. Entering his fourth season. They have a decision to make in the next couple weeks if they want to pick up his fifth-year option, which they will, of course. So next year, fifth-year option, and then unless they tag him, tag, tag, then that's his his walk year after next year. But according to reports, I mean, obviously he had that thing earlier in the offseason where he scrubbed the team from his social media. There were reports coming out, sources from the team saying that he's a baby. And then Kyler Murray sources came out saying he was upset that they called him a baby in the media. Apparently, this has not gone away. It doesn't sound like anything resembling a resolution has happened here. So So what's going to happen? They're going to pay him? You know my feeling. I wouldn't. But No, I wouldn't either. But here's the only thing. Like. My brain instantly goes to, if they don't pay him, then they trade him. Who would they trade with? And then what do I start doing? I start looking at all these teams and going, well, this guy's quarter- this team's quarterback is not I look at the Panthers, and I'm like, Sam Darnold's not any good. But how do I know Kyler Murray's that much better than Sam Darnold? Like, yeah, he He's does. better than Sam Darnold. Okay, but better how? Baker better Mayfield. as in, he's a better football player. You know who else is better than Sam Darnold? Baker Mayfield. That's true. Okay, but he's better. My point is, do you think either of those, Baker Mayfield or Kyler Murray, take your pick, and I'm sure a lot of people would say Kyler Murray is better at this point. That's fine. 
do you think either of those guys is you come to my team and you're going to win a championship? We can build around this guy. If that's your answer, then why aren't the Cardinals doing it? Well, let's let's discuss that. The reports were earlier in the offseason they thought he was a baby. Presumably that has not changed. They just don't like his mental makeup. I've read piece after piece today citing the fact that the team has collapsed the last two seasons when it looked like they were going to make the playoffs, and a lot of people are pointing at Kyler Murray. A lot of people were also pointing at Cliff Kingsbury, too. That's the question I'm going to ask. Now, the obvious answer is it's both of their faults. But if you had to pick who was the most at fault for this team collapsing late in the season, that's would, hard. It, would it be Kyler Murray or would it be Cliff Kingsbury? That, that's hard because you know when we started talking about Kyler Murray coming into the NFL from you know college, from Oklahoma, we both said, I just don't see how this guy, he's he's electric when he's getting you know out of the pocket and is able to avoid guys hitting him but and defenses have shown the last couple of years they can control that for the most well, part right he's and, not as explosive as i thought he was going to be with his legs right and then also he he does get hit quite a bit more than i thought he would too so those questions remain about can he stay durable in a now 17 game season can he be there for you in the playoffs but you have to go back and look. I don't have all the records and numbers on Cliff Kingsbury in front of me, but we had that. Stat. I know the stat is that his teams yeah. have fallen apart it almost back every year back to Texas Tech. I, look, I and think it's a both. Good, I'm saying there's a really good case to be made that maybe it's a little more Cliff Kingsbury than Kyler Murray, but I can't say Kyler Murray take him out of Cliff Kingsbury's system and suddenly he's just a world beater or I, he's I very either. different. I mean, we we saw it last year where Kyler Murray was having success. You know, and it looks great on the highlight, but essentially he's playing 500 with all worldwide receivers. And then when DeAndre Hopkins goes away because he's ouchy, yeah, and he can't just make that throw off his back foot and hope that perhaps the best receiver in the league is going to catch it, he looks like a human being. I think it's a combination of many things, which I know is not very sports takey of me, and I wouldn't be invited on first take because of this, but I think it has to do with Cliff. And his offense being a tad gimmicky and defenses getting a lot of film as the season goes on and catching up to it. I think it has to do with Kyler Murray wearing down, his body wearing down as the season goes. He's not as effective with his legs and his number one wide receiver is not there. I think it's a combination of all of those things. Does that change this year? No, probably not. No. You know, you know, sadly, the team that I would guess that he would go to and probably do well. The damn Pittsburgh Steelers is who like just not even because I think Pittsburgh's built that much better on offense or something like that. It's not their style. It's not their style. But you know, first round picks for a guy like that. Of course not. I'm just saying if he ended up in Pittsburgh, I feel like they'd get whatever is best out of him. That's my that's my hot take, by the way, on anyone who goes to Pittsburgh ever as a longtime Browns fan. I, I tend to agree with you. You know, I know people looking at Mitch and saying Mitch Trubisky will have success and maybe he will. But I can't picture Kyler Murray playing outdoors and the cold and the elements and dealing with that. Maybe I'm just being I can't, naive. I can't but, necessarily either. I'm just saying we would then find out that like actually Kyler Murray, they unearthed this. He loves the cold and has always wanted to play in a cold weather city maybe, and no yeah, one ever asked him or whatever. Like that all those. Yes. I'm just saying the Steelers would dig something up, find it out and get him. If he, they wouldn't make this deal is what I'm saying, unless they had something that they knew that no one else did. And he'd end up being wildly successful there. A pair of Buckeyes are attending the draft. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that Route 104, that Spring Road westbound at I-71. It is still closed due to an overturned vehicle. Traffic is stopped from Hall Road in this area. Police and ODOT crews are on scene blocking all lanes, as well as the ramp from northbound I-71 that's also blocked. A heavy wrecker is on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but please avoid if possible. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options so the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Prepare your non-beef jerky insides for what's about to happen to them. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. Happy uh, Good Friday. Happy Passover, if that's your thing. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971 just like the Lord would like you to do oh. on this Good Friday okay. or Passover. There you go. You don't think the Lord had some tools you'd like to talk about well i mean we're supposed to believe right that it's unconditional love for all that's what i was taught so i don't know i don't know does that allow you to say you're a tool even if you unconditionally love someone i don't know it seems like a condition i think if you really love somebody that you could tell them that they're a tool because because you love them yeah you'd love them regardless yeah you just say i know you're a tool but i love you anyway maybe that's how it would work you don't think in that moment I mean, I know he's like, oh, he forgave him instantly. You know, like in that moment, he's like, ah, Judas, what a tool. I forgive right. you, but you're yeah. you're a tool. Now we're getting into philosophy because it's all about. Well, didn't he always know? So did he always know he was a tool? Think about that. Meeting. Could you imagine? Not even just. Let's back First out. First time that. he met him. No, I'm saying like, say you could know anything about any. That's that's the belief, right? Is that he's, he's omnipotent. You can know anything about anybody. Could you imagine? You walk up. You meet me. We met years and years ago. Yeah. And we, you don't know this, but seven years from now, I'm going to like completely cut your legs out from under you and get you fired from this place. And you know that the first time you meet me, right? That you're like, going to do that to that me. You're gonna, that you're going to, this is going to happen. Yeah. Right? Like how, and it, and then you're like, yeah, I'll still be your friend. That would be weird. That actually, I would, I would probably not want to be friends with you at that point. Cause I'd be like, I didn't know you were going to do that. I'd be friends with you. Even if you know I was even if I knew, even if I knew, that's really nice. Yeah. What about Ted? That's how much I love you. Would you be friends with Ted if he was? Yeah, I'd be friends with Ted. Look at you. I I feel that strongly about the two of you. That's very nice. I would cherish the time that we had together until you screwed me over. And then, meanwhile, like the day before, you would just walk in and be like, "You don't know why I have to do this, but I have to do this." And then you would just like run me over with your car. But you know me because if I knew that in my mind. I'd probably say to myself, well, I must have done something. You're right. You would. I must have done something to deserve it or offend them in some way where they as, were totally as, justified in screwing me over. Because I've, I've said this. Nobody hates me like me. No, I've, I've, we've talked about on the show how I have been in arguments with you where I'm defending you to you. Don't you dare defend me. And you're arguing with me need to be defended. about how much you suck. I do suck. Yeah. Tool of the week. That sucks, too. Coming up at 534. What did I tease? I don't remember. Oh, a pair of Buckeyes are attending the draft. The NFL released a list of 21 players 
who are expected to be in attendance for this year's draft. Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson are among them. Not a surprise there, of course, to uh, extremely talented wide receivers who very well may go top 10 or at least top 15 in this draft. So I wouldn't anticipate either of them sitting too long. That'll be uh, a really good night for Ohio State fans and for certainly the program, too, to get to see two of the marquee wide receivers hopefully going in the top 10. Maybe. We'll find out. Now let's transition from that story, the NFL draft, to someone being sentenced to die in South Carolina. Teddy and I were talking about this for the show. A guy on death row, they will be executing him in South Carolina. He had his choice on how he wanted to be executed. He selected firing squad over the electric chair. (laughs) Oh, I I had a couple thoughts on this. I didn't know that was an option. Still a thing, firing squad over the electric chair. And I said to Teddy, well, how come lethal injection wasn't an option? And he had to look it up. And the answer is supply chain issues. They can't get the drugs to kill him. So that was off the table. I find that so humorous, except this guy's going to get killed. Well, he probably deserved it. I'm sure he murdered lots of people. I don't know his backstory. We don't know, yeah. I mean, they just yanked him off the street and said, we're going to kill you. Hunger Games? That would be a problem. Maybe. I'm assuming he's a terrible person. Okay. But if you can't get the drugs, shouldn't you, I don't know, postpone the execution That's, until you I can? Mean, that that seems to me like maybe that should be a thing. But let me just also point out, um, you know, we're, we're all like, oh, man, they're going to just firing squad to this guy, huh? That seems pretty barbaric. No, if we stuck a needle in his arm and he just died that way, it's like there's still a pine box at the end of this, right? Yes, like, that's what we're doing. Are we? We're all at, we're all okay with that? Like that's what we're doing at the end of this? I don't I don't know what he did. I don't know. He might have murdered twenty people. I have no idea. But we're gonna just do that. That's how we do it now. Okay. I was having some thoughts on this because I've I've said many times before. I think if you're able to escape from prison, then they just have to let you go. You, yes, they that's don't, they a, don't I think search for you. That's the prison reform we need. There's none of that. That'll tighten up security, man. Sure. I mean, they're not going to fool around. And if you get out, if you can, if you can beat all that security, and you get out, you're a free man. That doesn't mean you're free to offend again. You got to play by the rules. Well, they arrest you and yeah, bring you but back. It's, it's like a get out. Of, I mean, it's literally a get out of jail free card. Except it's not free. You've got to work for it to get out. But if you find a way out, you're out, and all of it's wiped clean. But I've I've read stories about how in the electric chair sometimes they give you the the voltage that's going to kill you oh no and it doesn't kill you oh no and they gotta wait did you and they gotta do it again did you read about that in the green mile because that is i think the premise of part of that story right i tell you i've never seen the green mile oh no ever weird movie never seen it anyway if what is supposed to kill you doesn't kill you then i'm not saying they let you out of prison but they don't try and kill you again you oh. survived. If you choose, why are we just limiting this to firing squad, electric chair? Choose a room full of poisonous snakes. They put you in a room full of poisonous snakes. <laughs> One bite from any of these snakes. Let's say there's 20 snakes in there. will kill you. Whatever the most poisonous snake in the world is, that is what is in there with you. But if you somehow manage to escape, kill all the snakes, whatever, then you don't die. That's you you right. don't get released into society. You go back into a cell, but you don't die. You beat the system. Yeah, I think you should then get you know life in prison. Sure, and then and then if you recover from all that, and later on you can escape prison, well then you're out. 
Where are we going to now? If, if you do something again, then right back in you go. But sure. Same thing with parole. I think what we should do, instead of just paroling people, uh huh, is you're up for parole. Somebody else is up for parole, but they're only going to parole one person. Cage fight. <laughs> Cage fight to see who gets paroled. Why? Right, but what if the two people on parole, like one guy, it's like this person was in a bar fight and seven security guards could not stop the man they have since named the Hulk inside these cell well, walls. It's luck of the draw, man. And the, the next guy over is in for tax evasion. Well, they, That's I not really fair to tax evasion would guy. Would they be in the same prison? Maybe. I don't think so. Yeah, you would. I Why think not? there's a different type, different type of prison for what tax do you mean evasion. Different type of prison. It's Martha Stewart prison oh, for tax oh, evasion. Okay, let's say you've done it enough where they're like, all right, fine, you're in real well, prison now. That's that's your draw. Okay, let's say let's say you just happen to be someone who like you you sold illegal things, guns, drugs, whatever. Salesmen don't necessarily have big, bulking, huge, twenty inch biceps, but the guy who fought off seven guys at the bar would. That guy and you end up in the fight is well, what I'm saying. How about we do it? We do weight classes. Oh, okay. All right. So you're not going to put a 400 pound guy in there with a 170 pound accountant who maybe stole some cash. Mm. It's got to be the same weight class. If you really want to to make it even, you give the smaller guy a little weapon. It's a little shiv. <laughs> Just introducing all kinds of stipulations. I'm telling now. you, you put this on pay per view. You put this on a streaming service. I'm signing up. Parole cage match? You're yes. S- you're saying that almost like that's a positive, and I don't know if that's positive. I think it's a positive. But that and people would sign money? up to watch yeah, cage fighting all the prisoners? money goes to restitution and the victims' families from all these people. How about that? I'm helping right. society. What are you doing? I mean, I'm just saying it. Really, time for you to watch that idiocracy movie because you got a lot of you got a lot of ideas in here that they already this, had in there. If this South Carolina guy who's sentenced to die is a terrible person, this South Carolina guy was in a glass box with twenty cobras and it was on your TV, you wouldn't flip that watch, on. No, yes, you I'm would. not watching that. Yes, you would. Leanne is so excited; she's taking her top off. She wants to see South Carolina guy and twenty cobras. By the way, the uh, South Carolina corrections people, they they sent out a a photo of the electric chair slash shooting range that they're using now. No, they didn't. uh, Today. Did they really? They posted a picture and said, we're all ready. (laughs) Today, good, good time to do it, right? Good Friday. Let's just send a positive message out there for everybody. Yeah, Passover. Here you go. Hey. Nice little execution photo for you. Not of the actual execution, just of the room saying this is where it's going to oh, happen. Okay, well, they're just getting you ready. They're setting the scene. Getting you, getting you ready. Getting you ready. I, President, President Camacho approves. That's all I got to say. Wetting your whistle. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a mad firing squad. Well, why can't we have that on Good Friday? I don't know. I guess. I don't know. You're all right. the religious people I know are carrying hey, anyway. Good Friday. Well, that was all about an execution. Technically, that's what was starting to happen there. So there you go. Eddie George is trying to convince Gene Smith of something. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that Frank Road westbound at I-71 that has reopened. The overturned semi has been cleared out of the roadway, but traffic is still slow from Hall Road as it recovers. You'll also find delays on 71 southbound between 11th Avenue and East Broad Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Make it a real delicious Easter when you fill your basket at Fresh Time Market. Shop Hatfield's boneless pre-sliced pit ham, just $1.99 a pound, and save on fresh seasonal sides and florals. Hop on over to your neighborhood Fresh Time and get real. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. 
Common Man here for Care, Heating, and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Dumb. Very dumb. This is Man and Bone. The fan is joining 10TV and the Ohio Education Association to honor classroom heroes. Teachers and educators need our support and recognition more than ever. We're proud to announce this week's hero, Frank O'Grady, a teacher at the Columbus School for Girls for the past 34 years. Nominate teachers, coaches, or staff members who you think deserve special recognition. Head to 971thefan.com slash heroes. My wife is a proud graduate of Columbus School for Girls. Oh, I, yeah. I wonder if she knows Mr. O'Grady. I will ask her later. There you go. Uh, by the way, there's a video floating around. I don't know if you've seen it of a... Uh Slightly rotund, like, dad-looking dude who can, like, play basketball really well. This is Sports Center tweeted this out, a bunch of other places. Just a guy at a playground outside somewhere, but he's making behind-the-back passes. He's hitting fadeaways. He's dribbling between it. people's legs. I want to thank everyone who has tweeted at me and said, this you, T-Bone? And I, like, I, I wish it was me. This guy is a god. Compared to what I'm doing. Like, I just started recently getting back to playing a little bit of basketball. Just some random guy? Just some random dude. I don't even know his name. People have been tweeting him saying, give this guy a nickname. And, of course, all the jokes are like, you know, Michael Schmorgisborden, you know, just like joking about how he's a little fat and whatever. But good for him for getting out there. So I said, well, thanks for a lot of you for tweeting that video. Here's what I'm actually doing. I tweet a little video of myself playing basketball. Not nearly at this dude's level. Not even close. And then I got someone replying to me. Yeah. And they said, Hey, heard Chris Holman's going to need a stretch four. Got any eligibility left? And then. Stretch four. Yeah. You know, a guy who can like play four, but, you know, maybe go a little four or five. I don't know where they think I am because I'm short. I was going to say you're five but seven. I'm, I'm That's fat, what I'm I guess. I don't know. I don't know why they think I'm a stretch four, whatever. So then the Holt man liked that tweet. Oh, look at that. And I had replied to this guy and said, I only have played, I've only been at Ohio State for one year. I've got plenty of eligibility and I even bring some name, image, and likeness. And then Holtman liked that tweet. So <laughs> stay tuned. Look at you, man. Stay tuned. What's the matter with you? I'm just telling you. You're on the radio every single day. Thousands of people listen to you. The coach likes your tweet and you turn into a 12 year old. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, if I, I'm in the portal. That is, this is my official announcement. T-Bone is in the portal. If I get an offer from Ohio State, look, I'm just saying I got to do what's best for me and my career. I have to think about it. I have to weigh the options. You're going to leave this show. I, well, if I get an offer, I mean, I got to think about it. All I said is I got to think about it. Okay. I'm opening my recruitment up to only Chris Holtman, but I am opening it up. Just letting him know. The USFL... Starts up this weekend. A federal judge says they can use the names and logos, even though the original league is suing them. The judge also said that the original USFL will probably prevail with enforcing the trademarks. So he's not going to stop them from using them this weekend, but the judge acknowledges you guys are not going to win this case. 
with the previous trademark holders. And so what will happen is there's no way in hell halfway through the season, Fox is just going to change the name of the league and all of the teams. So whoever owns the USFL trademark from back in the day, they will be getting paid. They will get a settlement. Right. It's almost like the judge is saying, there is a rake in front of you, but as a judge, I don't have any power to stop you from stepping on the rake and having it hit you in the face. Once you step on the rake, the consequences will be yours, but I can tell you the rake is there, and I can tell you it's probably not a good idea to proceed, but I can't legally stop you from continuing to walk towards that rake and step on it and have it hit you in the face. This reminds me of, you know, what was this? Probably 20 years ago now, maybe more than that, when the WWF had to change their name to WWE, to WWE because of the World Wildlife Fund. Fund, yeah. Foundation, fund, doesn't matter. World Wildlife Fund? But it wasn't like that happened overnight. For years, the World Wildlife Fund said, stop, we're going to sue you. Stop, we're going to sue you. Yeah. Years of this. Let's work something out. We're going to sue you. And Vince McMahon, every single time, either didn't believe them or he was getting the wrong information or he thought his brand recognition was more important than theirs, even though he was infringing on their trademark. For years, he ignored it until one day his lawyers looked at him and said, you're going to have to change the damn name of this company. Right, this is this is happening. They're really going to sue. So I, I wonder if the people at Fox are like, yeah, USFL, who the hell cares? But then midway through the season, they're either going to have to pay this group millions of dollars to shut the hell up of course they are. That's, or they have to risk humiliation by changing the name of everything. That's probably what it comes down to, right? Is they're probably saying we're already committed to USFL. We've got all the logos made. We've got all the social media done. We've got all the everything. It's all done. We got helmets. We got uniforms. We're in. And then this group says, well, you're going to have to pay us. They're probably saying, fine. All right. We know we're going to have to pay you. We'll keep on going. We and, eventually will. And if yes, and if, if this it will use the legal system to try to prevent us from having to pay you. But if it ultimately comes down and our lawyers are saying we're really left with no other options, maybe this was it, right? Maybe this is that time where they say, yeah, you're technically allowed to go through with this if you want to, but just know you'll probably lose. Maybe in the next couple of weeks we see USFL has settled with the old USFL, more or less, or however you want to phrase that. The real USFL settled with the fake USFL. And now the fake USFL can use the real USFL's name and likeness and all that stuff. Maybe that's how it goes. All right, I promise. Coming up next, Eddie George is trying to convince Gene Smith of something. And T-Bone and I will actively work to change your lives. We're going to do it. For the better. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find some delays on 670 westbound between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is beginning to build. You'll also find delays on 71 southbound between 11th Avenue and East Broad Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lessett. Distracted driving is dangerous driving. Ohio Laborers and Lessett are reminding you to never text while driving. No text messages worth being distracted and getting into an accident. Take the safer roads today at OhioLECET.com. Together, we can stop distracted driving. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Check. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot 
and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. These two probably should have stayed in their basements. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Degenerate T-Bone at 448, Tool of the Week. In the 5 o'clock hour, send in your Twitter tools now. At Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Join Bobby Carpenter and A.J. Hawk at a one-of-a-kind bourbon-tasting fundraiser at Brickhouse Blue in Dublin. It all goes down Thursday, April 21st from 6 to 8, and it benefits Life Sports, which brings sports leadership and life skills to Columbus area youth. For more information, visit 971thefan.com. HTTP colon backslash backslash two backslash www.971thefan.com slash stupid brand. Are people still... (laughs) Are people still backslashing and forward slashing, or are we just no, all slashing so. now? We're just all slashing. All slash all the time. Yeah. Uh, Eddie George is trying to convince Gene Smith of something. Yeah, so Eddie George was at the Ohio State Coaches Clinic, which is going on this week, and he spoke this morning. I'm surprised you didn't attack him. What do you mean attack well, you him? you love Eddie George. Oh, I mean, mean I love him, him too. You mean like with a hug or yes, like with love? I mean, okay. go wax his bald head. He's my guy, man. I, what do you I want? Know. I Look. You have only certain moments in life where you have players that that hit you in a certain way. Usually it's because of your age, how good they are, all those things. Eddie George was one of those guys for me as a young Buckeye fan where I had seen a lot of talented Buckeyes. I'm not I'm not besmirching anyone who came before or after him. He was the guy that I saw go from fumble three times in the Illinois game to win Heisman Trophy. He was the ultimate like here he is. This is the guy, fully formed, the Heisman winner, taking it to Notre Dame, doing everything you want to see. Eddie George has always been my guy. Yes. I know, but I think you take it a step too far when you, you know, just openly yell out Archie's a piece of crap. No. <laughs> Cuz you love I, Eddie George so much. I don't yell that. <laughs> and also, I I wasn't alive to watch Archie. He was a little before my time. I, I understand. I'm saying Eddie hit at the right time where I was fully locked in as a Buckeye fan, young Buckeye fan, and got to it anyway. So he was talking about a variety of things. I'll give you a few quotes. And then the thing he talked to Gene Smith about. He said on his decision to become a head coach at Tennessee State, he said, I walked into this opportunity. I didn't know my elbow from my bleep You can hole. say, you can, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> hey, bleep. Bleep Paul. There you go. Whatever. Just tell you. I don't know which one to bleep. He said, if I don't know it, I'm going to seek it out and I'm going to master it. So he said he's learning quite a bit. Um, He also said on his Ohio State career, our toughest challenges were not on Saturdays. Talked about the wars that took place in practice with players like Sean Springs, Dan Wilkinson, Orlando Pace, and Terry Glenn on the roster. And if you'll excuse me now, I need to go back and watch a bunch of YouTube videos because God, those were some good teams. But here's the quote that should get your ears perked up. Eddie George said he talked to Gene Smith this week about the possibility of Ohio State playing Tennessee State in the future. And he said, quote, I would love that. I'm sure he would. And look, I love Eddie George. You know what the answer should be? No. I mean, I don't think that it's going to be that much different than when you've played. You've played plenty of other schools. I know. So we're and not I don't like be, that either. 
Okay. I don't, I don't think the Buckeyes should be playing happen. any of those schools. It does happen. I know. And I don't like it. I admire Eddie George for wanting to come back, though, and, and coach here at Ohio State. Can I also tell you how painful that would be for me as I walk into Ohio State wearing my Tennessee State gear? Because that would be really oh, awkward. It. I would Get just the be, hell out of I'd here. I'd be sitting there. You were great in Chicago, Eddie. I'm a big fan. I'm a fan of you his were Broadway great in Chicago. Yeah, when he played in his no oh. his Broadway career. No, oh, no, his okay. football career. He I was played. Like, he when was, did he play for the he Bears? He's an actor. I kind of know the guy's biography. Right. What do you want me to tell you? Well, He's great. Do you think you have it worse for Eddie George, or does Tim have it worse for Zach Efron? It's it's a push. <laughs> it's a push. Eddie George is my guy. Yeah, I'm just saying that's Tennessee State. They're they're coming for Ohio State. Right. Not really, but. I wouldn't. It would be rough to watch. Of course, I'd root for Ohio State, but it'd be roofed. It what that too? It'd be rough to be in Ohio Stadium yelling, "Yeah, take that, Eddie George!" Like I just did. My brain wouldn't be able to process that. That would be very hard for me to process. All right, let's change uh, people's lives, or at least let's attempt to change people's lives. You know that we love the fast food on this show. Yeah, T Bone eats less of it now because he's trying I, to I drink still himself. Eat, I still but, eat. I eat like a normal person amount now, but yes, I still eat it. You know, we have uh, mourned. I have mourned the loss of the McDonald's bagel sandwiches. I love the bagel with sandwiches. that whatever that weird version of hollandaise is. I think they call it just breakfast sauce. I'll take it. It was delicious. Yes, I love that. I love the bagel sandwiches. When the pandemic hit, they went away. They streamlined the menu, and they never came back. And I thought they were just gone forever, and we would have to deal with it. And then I realized, because people have been contacting me, because they know I'm a fat ass, that the bagel sandwiches live in other markets. The bagel sandwiches live in northern Ohio. What? The bagel sandwiches live in the Philadelphia area. I'm getting people going to McDonald's and sending me pictures saying it's here. And it never left in a lot of these places. Yet all the McDonald's in central Ohio, no bagel sandwiches. And by God, I was going to say something different. <laughs> by God, why? I don't know why? why. I don't know why. And I am, I, I am truly hurt to find out that all this time... I've been, I have been multiple times up to Northeast Ohio since the pandemic started. In fact, I hit a drive-through for breakfast, and it was McDonald's. Did you not know it was there? I didn't even look for oh. it because because I, I already know what I get. Right. When it's not if the if I'm not in the mood for the bagel, bacon, egg, and G, then I go with a sausage McMuffin. That's what I like. So I did. So I just assumed they were gone from everywhere. They're not gone from everywhere. They're gone from here, and we got to put a stop to that. I don't know who. Does one person own all the McDonald's here in Central Ohio? I, I don't know. And they just hate the bagel sandwiches. Teddy, I want you to put a call into McDonald's corporate. Yep. And figure out who we need to talk to about this on the air. I am dead serious. Call him live on. No, don't I don't do want to talk to David don't Spade, but I will talk to that guy <laughs> or gal, whoever whoever's in charge. Man, what could it be something as simple as like, you know, pandemic hit different for a lot of people. Maybe there was a supplier who provided bagels to the central Ohio area. And what they just said, Mansfield is our limit. We will not go any further south. No, no, no. I'm saying maybe northeast Ohio, because that apparently is the line. Like you just said, we were told the Mansfield McDonald's area, McDonald's and Mansfield, they have bacon, egg and cheese bagels. Yes. But then south of there. Sorry. S.O.L. Why? I don't know. I but need I'm saying, to know why. they must have separate suppliers for like Northeast Ohio, here, Southwest Ohio, all that. So I'm saying, let's, you and I should get a couple trucks. 
get some bagels, call at McDonald's and say, where do you need these bagels delivered? We'll do it three times a week. We'll make sure every McDonald's has bagels. Here's what I want to know from McDonald's. Why are you throwing money away? Oh, yeah. You know how many fat asses want to have a bagel sandwich in the morning? I'd go there every day. I would put myself in cardiac arrest mm-hmm. going there every single day. It's so good. And they and they just dropped it without... I, I was willing to understand it, though, because we were all making sacrifices in the pandemic, right? Now, some were more than others. Yeah, I'm done with that. No, I'm saying I thought that's why we weren't getting this. And then it never came back, and I thought, well, maybe maybe it's just really tough to get bagels. Still, No, that's a foolish notion on my part. I just accepted it, though, without thinking. So we've had them other places, and they never left in some places. Yeah. They've been basking in the glow of the uh, bagel sandwich, and we've been suffering. I can't believe that. I am suffering. so... Well, we're going to lead the charge. What? Where do we, what do we do? I will not rest until I get this done. This will be my lasting legacy. You, you will fall asleep tonight having it not been done. But... No, well, I'm not going to get it done today. Well, you but said I'm, I will not rest. Well, like a vow of you awakeness. Know, you know what I mean. Okay. I will continue to harp on this until we have no listeners left. That's fine. Because they're so sick and tired of me talking about it, but I'm going to continue to harp on it. We have no listeners now, is what Teddy's telling me. That's exactly right. Yeah. But I'm going to continue to harp on this until it's done. I will find out who is in charge of the local McDonald's. I don't know how in Columbus, Ohio, one of the biggest cities in in the world, I'm saying it. One of the biggest cities in the world. We can't get a GD bagel. Take that, Paris. One of the biggest cities in the world. That's right. You shove it with your Eiffel Tower and your Paris Saint-Germain. We're better. Who cares about that? Who needs the Louvre? We got the Levesque Tower, baby. Yeah. And the world famous. Yeah. We've got the Art Museum. Kosai. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to name a local restaurant that started here in Columbus. But I won't because we're on McDonald's. While Come I'm on. at it, I'm going to bring go. back Quiznos. I'm going to do that. <laughs> Could you get like Pizza Hut to put one of those pizzas that's on the menu in other parts of the world that I always see where it's like, did you want, I don't know, buffalo wings in the crust of your pizza? Dude, I'm, and by the way, like, you why can't we just have one of the, why can't we just have one of those in America for like two months and see how it does? I, I see these like international shows on Travel Channel and it's like, hey, Pizza Hut Germany has little hot dogs and cheese in the crust yeah. and but yet, the Americans are always the fat asses, right? Always, it's America, the fat asses. Oh, we're always so fat. Hey, fat ass Americans, blah, blah, blah. Oh, the Germans have hot dogs in their pizza? Yeah, that's normal. Well, could it? You're right. But could it be that perhaps that perception exists because all of our exported restaurants to other parts of the world are like, yeah, we're not even going to sell you like what we sell to the people in America. We're going to sell you like an on steroids version of that. So then they go, well, God, if they're eating hot dogs in their pizza, maybe no one in Germany eats that either. And they're just like, they must hot dogs and they cheese must. and pizza. Ah, look, look at these Americans. I don't know if they still do it, but the McDonald's corporate headquarters in Chicago, they have a restaurant on the main level. Ah, uh, yes. And yes. they have selections from across the world. In there, they used to. I don't know if it's open to the public now because of you know pandemic things, but I want I want to fix this problem, and we're getting people to enlist in our bagel our people our bagel up? army. Uh, well, Jacob provided some good info. He said the McDonald's may be owned privately or by a franchisee or by corporate, so they may have different selections. So that's when you hear like available at participating restaurants, that must be why because some you know it's different ownership. They get different. Selections well, you from know different what? places. I'm sorry. You shouldn't be allowed to own a franchise if you don't participate in Bagel Sandwich. 
Well, no, maybe, I don't know. Maybe the like, maybe the locally owned ones were like, screw it, we're getting bagels, we don't care. And maybe the corporate ones were like, nah, we can't get bagels for everywhere, all of our corporate locations across the country. So we'll cancel it for all of them. I don't know which way it went. I have no idea. Justin also said Southern Ohio has been negatively affected by the bagel disappearance. I also know the owner of the McDonald's uh, chains down south, a few of them down south. I will help in this fight. Help. Yes. Yes, Justin. Let me call tell you that something. person now and say, when where are the bagels? Go to your local McDonald's and you see this back on the menu. You know who to thank. All right. Well, at this point, I don't. You might go to your local McDonald's and say, what's in the bag? Or you might say to them, where are the bagels? And you see what they say. I'm like, going to list every other radio show in this city, too. I don't care if they're on this station or not. Yeah, let's go. Dave and Jimmy, where are you at? You guys in this fight or not? Is Woody still on? Woody, wake up. Let's get this done. Torgan Elliott, now! Yeah. Assemble! Stop, stop talking to Richie Sambora, who, by the way, is my guy, and let's bring the bagel sandwich back. Dino and Stacy, bagels are great! Let's go! Is, Dino's is, is back. Dino back. Dino's back, baby. Dino's back. Dino's back. <laughs> and I'm here. Let's bring back the bagels like we brought back Dino. Let's, let's go. Let's bring the, the political spectrums more towards the center on this, too. We can get TVN people and the Everyone. NPR people yes. to get together. Right? Yeah. We can all agree on that. All sides of the bagels are delicious, is what I know. Let's get some fresh air in here and eat some bagels. <laughs> An old Blitz guy who's doing afternoons at TVN. Let's go! Bagels with Ta- Blazer! Terry Gross here for bagel sandwiches. <laughs> That's right. Fresh air. <laughs> She's a great interviewer. I don't know if you know. The best interviewer. She's awesome. I've been told. Uh, something historic could be happening this weekend. In addition to bagel sandwiches. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is delayed in that area. You'll also find delays on 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. That's going to be about a five-minute delay. Traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck because you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Only an array with fan traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed, and the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. If Biggie Size was a radio show, this would be it. This is is Common Man and T-Bone. Man and Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. Tool of the Week coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. Something historic could be happening this weekend. Miguel Cabrera, he of the Detroit Tigers, is six hits shy of 3,000. Oh, wow. Six hits shy. He has uh, the Kansas City Royals this weekend. Only 32 men in Major League Baseball history, have over 3,000 hits. 
So he is uh, one of the greats. He will be a Hall of Famer if and when he achieves the 3,000-hit plateau. I'm sure he will celebrate by beating his wife. And if Dave Roberts was his manager, he would say, oh, what are you at, 2997? Time to retire. (laughs) We don't want to waste you for next career. What a dope. Uh, Kershaw's on board with that, though. <laughs> That's fine. You like, can hey, be on board with it. But uh, spring training was short, and I didn't pick up a baseball for three and a half months. Well, why you threw, not? <laughs> you threw eighty pitches, man. It was. A, I know he's be, he's probably being a team player there, but and and I'm sure he. I know he has latitude, Clayton Kershaw, to say whatever he wants to, but. It seems like maybe that was a a misjudgment with six outs to go. I was reading some of the. Uh, one of these baseball guys put together a pro con list. Oh, for, of, for of keeping letting Clayton Kershaw, Kershaw go out there for a perfect like game. But one of them was just you know sort of thrown in there where it, he said, "I forget the exact terminology, but it was baseball is still a spectator sport." Yes, it is, <laughs> and people do want people to see like to achievements. See you do this. Right. As long as it's reasonable. Well, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Ah, he's thrown 160 pitches in five innings. What do you expect? He's at 80 pitches with six outs left to go. <laughs> right. If, if he starts leaking oil, two, two batters in, you pull him instantly and say, all right, well, we gave it a shot. But- well, two batters in. Yeah. What, one batter in. I know. I mean, whoever, if anybody reaches base for any reason, course, then he's yes. gone. Right. Of course. But you assume if if nobody reaches base, it's not like he's going to throw 30 pitches an inning. I'll tell you this. I wouldn't even have been offended if they, like, if he walked the first batter and they're like, well, there goes the perfect game. And then they were like, no hitter's still intact. Well, yes, that's okay. Come on out anyway. No hitters are a dime a dozen. We've seen them. Right. I'd I'd be fine if you take him out then. I just told you there's been 32 guys in Major League Baseball history that have recorded 3,000 hits. Yeah. There's only been 23 perfect games. (laughs) In 150 years. And Clayton Kershaw had a chance to at least... Go for one without his arm falling off. Ah, uh, you guys are a bunch of knuckle draggers. No, no, I am. I am fully supportive of the idea that we don't need to be, you know, 112 pitches into the fourth inning and say, "All right, let's go for this." He's got a no hitter going. That's stupid. They're never going to even let guys get to 100 pitches anymore. What are we talking about? Like, but in this case, this one case, yeah, no hitter or not no hitters. Those matter a little bit. It definitely matters if you get a perfect game. It is definitely exciting. And I'm not I'm not mad. I'm not saying you can't ever again be a guy that I look at and say you you know nothing about baseball if you do this. I'm just saying I would have made a different decision. That's all. Can we not even say that? I'm not worked up and I'm not screaming at him. I'm not saying fire the man. No, I'm saying I would have done it differently. I would have said Let's all do this together. Let's mm-hmm. all try to get a perfect Let's game. Let's all do it together. For baseball. For the fans. <laughs> for everyone. No. Baseball is still a spectator sport. Yes, it is. Thank you. By the way, I would have the same problem. You know, I've defended LeBron James a lot. If LeBron James was like at 75 points through three quarters with a chance to go at 100, and he was like, nah, I got to rest. I got to stay healthy. I'd yell at him. I'd be mad about that. Give us fans a chance to see greatness. I guess I was wrong. I am mad. 
I'm still mad about it. I'm not yelling and screaming. Clayton Kershaw, yelling and screaming. Uh, what's wrong with you, Clayton Kershaw? Let's yell and scream about the things that matter. Right. Bagel sandwiches at McDonald's for breakfast. We are digging into this. I thought they were gone forever, which would have been bad. Right? But then I found out that they exist in other markets. They are still there. They never went away. Northern Ohio, they're there. Right. Philadelphia region, because people are taking pictures and sending them to me, they're there. There's no rhyme or reason to this. I don't know why Central Ohio can't get a bagel supplier for McDonald's. I will not rest until this is done. And then when you see them back on the menu, you know who to thank. That's right. I uh, So here's I saw this from Jen. Jen Winters, who's come on and hosted shows here. Hopefully we'll host again soon, one mm-hmm. of our listeners. She's not coming back. Never? Nope. Fired. 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 You know what? If she helps with the bagels, then she can come back. Well, she tweeted. Here's the thing. Now, good, good on her for trying to help. She tweeted at Blocks Bagels down in Bexley and said, hey, you guys need to get a hold of my guys. They've got a business proposition for you. And I like Blocks Bagels. Blocks Bagels are too good for this experiment. Well, it's even... If you're telling me Blocks would get together with McDonald's and be like, we'll get you bagels. We we know someone who can get bagels. Okay. Then then I guess that's fine. I'm just saying this is really on McDonald's to get this sorted out because they have bagel suppliers somewhere. They're just not here. Do you know that I was responsible for the creation of the bagel sandwiches to begin with? <laughs> Did you know that? Is that right, Bobby Valentine? Yeah, let me tell you a story. Okay. I, I was a teenager. I was with my father. Mm-hmm. We were driving someplace on a Saturday or Sunday morning. We stopped at McDonald's for breakfast. A very official manager-looking guy yeah. came out and said, Hey, we're uh, we're testing something new. If you're willing to try it, your breakfast is free. You just have to answer some questions and fill out some comment cards and stuff like that. My father heard free, and that was all he That's had it, to hear. That's it, right, yeah. And it was the bagel sandwiches. Wow. And at that time, they had three varieties. They had the bacon, egg, and cheese. They had the steak and onion. And they had a sausage one. And we tried all of them. And we gave it full, like, ten scores. All tens across the board. We love these bagel sandwiches. And because of our feedback and our feedback alone, McDonald's adopted the bagels. I believe it was just you. You was a one. They did a one-person sample size. Me and my father. Okay. We don't have enough time to do this now, but I got, I actually, as you were talking, just saw an update oh. that is very pertinent to this discussion. Oh. It is not, it is not, they're not coming back yet, but we got some clarification as to what happened. And I think this gives us an action plan going forward. Okay. Because it doesn't sound like it's an issue of finding bagels. Which Cho- Choices were made. Oh. I will tell you All more. Right. Okay. Okay. Wait. When we come back. You. That's right. Let's blow out the commercials. You want me to do this now? No. All right, all right. Because then Platinum Fox will get mad. All right. Leanna will throw poo again. Get the traffic. We'll all calm down. We'll be in a good place. Everybody needs to get seated so you can handle this news I'm about to give you. And then we're going to... Breaking news. And then... And then... We're going to tell everyone we know about how to get these bagels back. That's what we're going to do next. Okay. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
All right, good afternoon. We're going to find some slowdowns on westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is delayed in that area. More backups on 71 northbound between Greenlawn Avenue and I-70. And you'll find some delays on 71 southbound between 11th Avenue and East Broad Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options so if the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The only thing scarier than Bones and Allergies is man's browser history. I'm sorry, man. I thought you want to see this. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Bone and I are just here on a random Friday trying to save the world. As we always do, I have made it my mission to find out why Central Ohio does not have McDonald's bagel sandwiches. Other regions have them. I thought they were just gone forever, but then right. I was told other places have them, and we don't, and I want to know why. Yeah. And perhaps we've gotten those answers. Right. Well, we have, a, we have an informant, Justin, who apparently has connections to the McDonald's world, and I'll leave it at that. He said, I have some answers. Started as a fulfillment issue with the steak due to COVID. All right, but what does that have to do with the bacon? Because only one bagel had the steak. I know. So but if maybe, you can't get the steak, don't serve that particular thing. Well, apparently the steak not being available was enough where they said, you know what, it's going to be a headache if we sell the bagels. People go, I want the steak bagel. And they're like, we don't have a steak bagel. Why not? You know, why don't you put up? So they probably just said... That's how it would go. It would just be like, rah, 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 rah. No, you're not even audible, sir. It'd just be, yes, unintelligible screaming at you. So then they, they said, let's just do away with bagels until we can get the steak. Then, apparently, uh, each region, McDonald's stopped all the way across the country. No more bagels, no steak, no nothing. Mm -hmm. Then each region had the option to vote to bring them back. And the Columbus region voted no. Who is responsible for this? I, d I don't know. Is it one person? Is it a collection of people? Because you have done us wrong. You've done us dirty. And until you rectify this issue, I will actively campaign against you. I will stump for the breakfast baconator. I will talk about Taco Bell breakfast. I will go for any other breakfast. I will make sure that you feel it, McDonald's. <laughs> They're going to go over their <laughs> quarterly books and they're going to say, what is going on? What happened with breakfast in, in Columbus? Columbus? Yeah. No one has gotten breakfast in Columbus for months. How can that be? Well, because we said we're going to get all the other radio stations on board, too. They're all going to jump in on this. We're this all gonna is the pull, thing that's going to unite us. Yeah, we got to get together on COVID, this. COVID, Ukraine, no. These are small issues. Bagels. Bagel breakfast sandwiches at Bagels. McDonald's. Yeah. Um, all I know is this. We, we, I, I want, I want us to make positive loud noise about this. Cause you'll remember there was another thing that people thought, oh, Central Ohio doesn't want this little black and gold soccer team. Mm -hmm. Save the crew. Yeah. 
And I remember being told, like, oh, you're wasting your time. There's no way it's going to work. Why Save you guys? The bagel. Well, now it's. Look how that worked out, huh? Look how that worked out. So don't don't test us here when it comes to if we want something or not. Let the people of Columbus say what they want. You don't want bagels at McDonald's? Fine. I'll rest my case. But if you do, let's go on and let's say positively. Let's be happy about it. Let's make some good noise. Now, I'm not saying, you know, email people and no, I'm all spam about them and all that. Calling. I think we should name call. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll be positive. People. I'll, be, I'll be positive. You be negative. But either way, we're going to lead this charge. And we're going to get the bagels back in Columbus. I'm going to make this happen. This will be my legacy. Look, I have fathered a child. That doesn't matter. What? I've had a successful marriage, nice career. Oh, none of that oh, is going to be your legacy. None of that matters. That's not your legacy. No, none of that matters. Bringing breakfast bagel sandwiches back to McDonald's in central Ohio, that will be my lasting legacy. As a matter of fact, I, you know, last week, it was last week or the week before, new Ken Burns documentary on Benjamin Franklin. I watched it. I enjoyed it. I like all that stuff. Ken, if you want to start a documentary about this process, minimum six parts. I don't think we can go any. <laughs> Any fewer than that. Right. We're going to need a lot going on. If you want to document how we get this done, I'm here for you. Well, you could start with how did it happen? How did we even get here? Go back and, and you know, talk to Justin who helped us out. Like, go get all the eat, the the details and the details and find out how we even got to a point where there's no bagel sandwiches here at McDonald's in Columbus. It will happen. We'll make if it I have happen. to dig up Ray Kroc myself, what? I will knock on his <laughs> what casket. Would that, what would that do? Wake up. Ray, come in, Ray. Well, they didn't even have, I don't know when he passed, but did they have bagel sandwiches when he passed? No. So I'll okay. tell them of the development. I'll say, first of all, bagel sandwiches existed. Now they don't. Well, Come you to should, terms with that. You should say you're welcome because you helped bring them in single-handedly the first time when you were a test marketer for that's, it. That's exactly when right. you first got to try them out. I'll say, Ray, you once owned the San Diego Padres. Can I tell you right now they have a payroll of $200 million? <laughs> He'll be very interested to learn that. He'll say, is that a is that like for forever that they want? No, it's just for this year. That's not the permanent ceiling of how much they'll ever spend on a roster. That's this year's spending. Wake up, Ray. And then he just gets up. In my mind, he sits right up. Yeah. And I say, times have changed. Put this mask on. Now let's talk. <laughs> right. You could also maybe give him a heads up on like, hey, what if like a region of the country was like, yeah, we have a trouble getting the sesame seed buns, so no more Big Macs forever, right? We'd, yes. all, we'd all be up in arms That's about right. that. We would be up in arms. Well, guess what? Not quite the same, but it's similar. It's a really good sandwich you make. I know you don't know about it, but let me tell you, it's great, and they took it away for I'm, no I'm reason. I'm sure I'm going to offend some people here, but maybe stop screwing around with like apple fritters and cinnamon rolls that you don't do very well anyway, and get the basics down. Yeah. Get the bagel sandwiches down, and then you can fool around with apple fritters. I don't need donut holes with icing on them. I need my bagel sandwich. That's what I need. And then I'm happy. To, I'll eat, of course, the donuts as well. I'll eat whatever else sure, you serve. whatever. But let's get the basics right. Let's talk about Coach K. Duke had their awards banquet last night. Coach K was there. Of course, he is retiring. His uh, lovely wife was there as well. I've forgotten her name, but she's Mrs. K. And he was presented with a gift. Hmm. And the gift he was presented was a tiny little puppy. Oh, well, that's 
I mean, I don't know about how that puppy feels about it, but that's well, seems like I, a nice I'll tell you gift. how the puppy. But now, either Coach K put some meat on his face, or this puppy really liked him because he was licking the hell out of him. Oh, sure, yeah. The puppy was giving him puppy kisses, and look, I'm not a dog person, but I I like a little puppy. I can look at something and say, ah, it's sweet. I don't want the puppy. But Coach K has been open about how in retirement he wanted to get another dog because the dog he had for a long time died. I think it was last oh, year or the man. year before. Yeah. And I guess he, the dog had cancer and Coach K was holding the dog when he died. Sure. And, and you know, Bone, that's a very emotional thing. For people with feelings, I don't, I don't have that. <laughs> Right. But for people with feelings, it's a, it's a very thing emotional thing. Sure. So he said he was looking forward to getting a new dog in retirement, and he was gifted a, a puppy. And his, his wife started to cry. Oh, that's very sweet. Now then, this, do they have someone who then lets the dog out at 3 o'clock in the morning? Because I don't know if you've ever... I know you haven't been around a puppy, Mike, but... Um, it's not like have It's not quite like having a newborn baby, but it is a very big commitment as yeah. far as getting up every couple hours... Pooing, it's peeing. You got to teach it where to go. Diaper on the no. Puppy? I mean, you could try some dogs. I guess maybe would go for that, but most most dogs no. Most puppies no. That doesn't work. Teddy, how you doing with dogs over there? Teddy loves dogs. Yeah, dogs are doing fantastic. Well, last time I talked to you about your dog, he was not feeling well. Well, we had to take Mojo in and had some dental work, but probably about uh, five days after that. He just uh, healed up nicely. He's fine. And he's, he's gained, good. He's like Big Vitality. He's ringing that bell. Yeah, he was ringing the bell. Yes. He's Mo- great. What's, what's Mojo up to now? 55 pounds, 60 pounds? No, uh, we weighed him this morning. He was 5.18. Mojo's not a big dog. No, Teddy and he's, Rimmer like the tiny dogs. They got the tiny dogs. That's right. In case they got to go through the airport, they just crawl right in the cavity. <laughs> No carry-on for the dogs. No, no, no. The the carry-on is in Ted. (laughs) They're like, do you have a therapy dog, sir? He's like, oh, yeah. I took care of him. He's in his his home. You ever seen him tauntauns on Star Wars? Little like that. I'm the tauntaun to his Luke Skywalker. Uh, Degenerate T-Bone is coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for slowdowns on I-71 northbound after 5th Avenue. An accident on the right side causing some backups. Please be careful as things get cleaned up. About a 5 to 10 minute slowdown is expected in the meantime. Traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Make it a real delicious Easter when you fill your basket at Fresh Time Market. Stop. Shop Hatfields, boneless pre-sliced pit ham, just $1.99 a pound, and save on fresh seasonal sides and florals. Hop on over to your neighborhood Fresh Time. Get real. Only an array with fan traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Dumb is the only language these two are fluent in. You're listening to Man and Bone. Tool of the week. 
is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools, at manandbone971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. We are doing our best to bring back the breakfast bagel sandwiches to yeah. McDonald's. Well, because if you've not been following this saga the last hour, you brought up earlier this hour that you found out the breakfast bagel sandwiches have been available in other markets, but not here in I Central thought, Ohio. I thought they were gone forever. Me and too. As, as sad as that would be, I at least would take solace knowing that no one was enjoying them. But in other markets, they live, and I well, will not stand for that. It's entirely frustrating to think that there are, like, it's not about the the thing does not exist anymore. It's that nobody around here apparently wanted to do it. Because then we found out, we started saying, why is this? We need to get them back here. Mm -hmm. We had a couple informants with ties to the Golden Arches who said, hey, turns out they got, initially it was a COVID problem, but then every region of the country, every area, even in the state of Ohio, there's different areas, they all got to vote. And the central Ohio area voted no bagels. Well, I'm going to put a stop to that. I agree. I don't care if I have to drive this show into the ground and we have no listeners. I'm going to put a stop to it. And we have people messaging us, you know, like asking for, hey, what about Mexican pizza from Taco Bell? Once we take care of the bagels, we will start working on everything else. Yeah. Hannah messaged us and said, I, I need that taco pizza brought back. Well, we'll get we got one thing at a time. One thing at a time. We'll get it done. I don't know why I call it taco pizza. Mexican pizza. You You said it earlier, but it's it's. Yes, that's delicious too. And I don't know why Taco Bell insists on every so often being like, hey, you know all these things you like? Well, we're not going to put them together the same way. Even though we have all the ingredients in our restaurant and we could easily put them together, but let's stay focused. Bagel sandwiches first. And then look, we take a bagel sandwich to Taco Bell and we say, hey, remember when these were gone? They're back, baby. You know why? Right here. And then we go to Taco Bell and say, do you want that? You want that heat save brought your, on you? Save yourself the trouble. Right. Bring back the... You've got all the stuff to make it. Oh, and you... Well, we're getting the... We're going to have to get the... The which free the the Flamin' Hot... No, it was the Oh, the Fritos. Beefy Crunch Burrito. Beefy Crunch Burrito with we the, have to bring back the Flamin' Hot Fritos inside. But that's later. Now we're, fo we're laser focused on bagels. Degenerate T-Bone. Hey. Common Man and T-Bones. Degenerate T-Bone. Degenerate. T-Bone. T-Bone's picks for the weekend. Sponsored by Ohio Health. Choose between virtual or in-person appointments at 200 plus care sites. Providing the finest care anywhere. OhioHealth.com oh. slash finest care. All right. Way to go. OhioHealth.com slash finest care. All right. Is what she said. We're going to do a lot of NBA in this one because the playoffs are starting this week, baby. Now, we've got a few games tonight. These are the final play-in games. And as you may be aware, the Cleveland Cavaliers are in the play-in game. The final one, it's them versus the Hawks. As far as in the Eastern Conference, whoever wins this game gets to go on and be the first-round opponent. So that is going to be tough. Miami Heat, no joke. But Hawks, one-and-a-half-point favorites in Cleveland. How dare they? Let me tell you right now. I analyzed this matchup when I was looking at the Hornets. I'm sorry. Who? Shalehone. Shalehone. And the Hawks and saying, which team would I rather see the Cavs play? And you might think, well, the Hornets got blown out by the Hawks. Why would you want why would you think that the Hawks are a bad matchup for the Cavs? I think they are because I think the Hornets have much more of a cohesive team. And I think they are not they would they would shoot the lights out on the Cavs. 
The Hawks, while they have some shooters too, I think the Cavs match up much better with than with them, especially if Jared Allen can go. I think if you can roll out your three big lineup with Laurie Markkinen, isn't he and going Evan tonight? Isn't Jared Allen going? He's going, but the thing is, they're saying that the latest that I saw was Adrian Wojnarowski had Jared Allen has every intention of playing tonight oh, okay. and is going to go through warmups as if he's playing, but obviously. They're hoping he can make it through that and go. So it's a little more touch and go than we thought. But if he goes, either way, I want to say the Cavs win this series, but or win this series, win this game tonight. But I do believe if he plays and is effective, yes, they will beat the Hawks. So I'm going to just take either the straight up money line, you know, or you can just go plus one and a half and take the point if you want to. It's really that close. I would almost just go money line. Either way, what I will also tell you is Trey Young in this game. Over under 29 and a half. I'll say take the over, but it's not because I think the Hawks are going to win. I just think he's going to like go off for 34 or something, and then the Cavs shut everyone else down and they get the W. Pelicans take it on the Clippers. Paul George ruled out of this game with COVID. He is in the protocol. It's a throwback to a couple years ago where this was happening all the time. Now he is out of this game. Pelicans are a one point favorite. They are on the road in LA. I'm going to take the Pelicans to win this game. I would lay the point. I actually think C.J. McCollum has got this team playing really well. The Clippers do not scare me, and I think the Pelicans are overall playing better basketball, so I'm going to go with that pick tonight. Uh, Tomorrow, you have got the Jazz and the Mavericks. Can I just lay out one scenario with this game so you understand what's going on here? Luka Doncic not likely to play in this game. I I think he's been ruled out for this game. Uh, They are, Mavs are five-point underdogs here. The Jazz are the better team constructed. They have everything that you would want for them to beat this Mavs team. But Donovan Mitchell, Spider Mitchell, their point guard, their best player, he's awesome. The Jazz's point guard, Donovan Mitchell, and Rudy Gobert, their star center, no likey. Lots of arguing, lots of discussion back and forth. It be- you remember when Rudy Gobert touched all the microphones with yeah, the COVID yeah. thing? That is supposedly the start of this rift that has gone now to this point. Now those two guys have to try to coexist during the playoffs. Jazz will win this game, and they'll probably even win this series, but I don't think they're going far beyond that. I'll give you one other game for tomorrow. Uh, That is a 3.30 Timberwolves. An exciting, fun team. D'Angelo Russell's on the Timberwolves, so you get to watch a former Buckeye taking on the Memphis Grizzlies. Grizzlies at home, six and a half point favorites. The coming out party for John Morant starts tomorrow. Just go ahead and take lay didn't, those didn't points already, down. Didn't he already come out? No, he's been good. That's I'm what saying, I mean. but now this is the this is a huge playoff series. He's going to show up and show out. Lay the six and a half points. Grizzlies by double digits. If you've missed, mm. Mm. okay, I got, a, got a mint in my mouth. I thought you bit something. No, okay. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown coming up. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier accident has cleared from I-71 northbound after 5th Avenue. All lanes have reopened, but plan on some residual slowdowns as traffic continues to recover. You'll also find delays on 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. About a five-minute backup over there. Starting report is sponsored by Ohio 811. Contact 811 at least 48 hours before you dig, and Ohio811.org will notify the utilities to mark underground mines near your projects. It's the law. Dominion Energy of Ohio, Centerpoint Energy, Duke Energy, and Columbia Gas are reminding you to know what's below. Elmian Array with fan traffic. Oh, hello! 
I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Uncomfortably talking about food. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. This is Man and Bone. Did you see who uh, just walked in an hour before his show? Oh, yeah. I, uh, talking about the uh, golf legend, Timmy oh, Hall. Oh, Timmy Hall acting like a Buckeye football player today. Just sashaying in, <laughs> not doing any prep. <laughs> Got to play some golf. Yeah, it's Friday. It's sunny. What are you well, going to do? Bah! Maybe Timmy did all his show prep at home and then went out and hit the links. Yeah. Must be nice. I drank the special sauce for him one day. Me too. Mm-hmm. Usually but, he's here at least four hours before the show, but today was golf day. I had my own in my mouth the other day. <laughs> I've heard some. How do I not know that some of these exist? I've been here for almost all You've of them. You've heard them. I didn't hear that one. I will rub one on my face. <laughs> I've heard that one. I've like got to find a slot before the end of the night. Mm-hmm. 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 She came up and kind of slapped it and touched it like that. That nut right there, you hear that? Clapping Smart against the desk maybe. right there. <laughs> I don't want my meat in a bag. I want it on a dog. Yep, that's that sounds right. Like a good thick, squishy, spongy mushroom just slithering down your throat. <laughs> to me, that's... <laughs> All right, he's if, got a full two-hour show that he did they, no prep for, so get ready for that full tonight. Full two hours. Big two hours. Yeah. See, he's got shows that are half an hour long where well, he's got no it. updates. That's it. And he's in here for five hours, and every time I try and talk to him, he's like, I'm just, oh, God. I'm just busy. <laughs> Super busy. Dude, I'm so busy right now, dude. I don't know why he sounds like that. But yeah. But then today, then two-hour show? Two-hour nah. show. Golf all day. That's right. Well, good. I'm I'm excited to hear what he's got cooked up. I'm sure it's going to be really good. He probably did, like I said, he probably was up all night putting the prep together for this. You know what they're going to talk about tonight. You got two hours of spring game. Who's he with tonight, Teddy? Who's on the show? Is Tyvis back with him tonight? I don't know. Tyvis was in. Ted, if you're going to say, I have to check. I know, but people can't hear you when you just throw your hands up in the air. So just turn the microphone on and say, I don't know. I don't know. I love Ted. Ted, when you really get Ted, his hands just go up in the air. He's like, what? What? Why? Why did you ask? It's like, well, Ted, you usually know things. We are in a medium that values noises and sound. Just talk to us. Right. Okay. Rundown. Hit it. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mr. Rooter Plumbing. 855 Misters. Spring game is tomorrow. OSU announcing they've already sold more than 50,000 tickets. Pre-game coverage starts tomorrow with 10. As Paul Keels was talking about in the Sports Center update, Ryan Day saying, don't expect to see a ton of wrinkles from new defensive coordinator Jim Knowles' defense. is going to be very basic. 
just going to work on fundamentals and he doesn't want to show anybody anything. Yeah, I mean, it, there's plenty of reasons not to do that. It makes sense that he, he would want to work this in at the right pace. And no, I mean, it's valuable to get guys experience and to see how they react under the lights in a big moment. I know it's during the daytime, but you know what I'm saying. There's a bunch of people going to be in the stadium. For a lot of the younger players especially, this will be valuable experience. But you also want to make sure the fundamentals of this new defense are laid out and that everyone's got it. And you don't want to get to a point where you're rushing to put that in. You also don't need to have it on film. So I'm all good with that and keep it basic. It's going to be a different, you know, like usually now with these spring games, they've always been a little different ever since Urban got here. And they just kind of have these random different versions of spring games. I'm sure there'll be wrinkles to it tomorrow. But Ryan Day did say they plan on tackling for most of the game. Good. So it'll look a lot like regular football for the times you get to see it. So that'll be awesome. But it's always a good time out there for the spring game. We you know, enjoy going out there. If you get to go, have fun with it. It should be a lot of great times. It should be a, a fun day in the city tomorrow. you got the spring game at noon. you got the Clippers playing at 4. You've got the crew playing at 7.30. Yep. And then the Jackets are playing at 10, 10.30, whatever time that is out in L.A. Jackets are the only team, obviously, that are not here. But you can go to all three of the other games because they're spaced out and then go to a bar and watch the Jackets and pass out. I like that idea a lot. And, of course, you can hear all that action other than the Clippers. You can hear the rest of that action right here on The Fan. Today is the 75th anniversary of Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier. Everybody in Major League Baseball is wearing the number 42 today. Um, I think it's super important to discuss this as a good thing to also acknowledge the ugly bits of not just the history of baseball, but the history of America. Sometimes we want to gloss over things that are unpleasant and pretend like they didn't happen. No, we should we should talk about them. We should understand why they happened. Make sure it doesn't happen again. I cannot believe I couldn't you brought this up that when you were a kid, you couldn't understand how black people were not allowed to play baseball. Right? Yeah, right. When I read the first time I read about Jackie Robinson, that was one of the first moments I saw, wait, what? We This was a thing? And that was my introduction to, oh, racism is a thing. I had never really understood that concept prior to reading about Ex- Jackie right. Robinson. Excluding someone from a game because of the color of their skin, you say that to a five-year-old, they have no idea what you're talking about. But somehow we grow pubes and get older and this makes sense to exclude people. No, it doesn't. And so we need a day like this to remind ourselves once in a while and celebrate this man. It's an accomplishment that if I were him, I could never even do, even if I had the physical tools to do it, because mentally I could not handle it. I could not handle with the abuse, the abuse that he took every single day. I can't imagine how he did that. No, I I can't either. And I think it is important, as you pointed out, it's important to focus on the achievement of Jackie Robinson, you know, to break through and also not to ignore. There were other players not long after that, right? Who also came in, but why? And, in, and well, because they, he was successful. Yes. That's right. why it, it relied on if he had gone in and been awful, that might have led to reinforcing things that were obviously very wrong. Right. They're not good enough. They can't play with us, but there were a lot of people rooting for Jackie Robinson to fail and he didn't. I think it is important, though, to keep in mind that Jackie Robinson overcame something. We shouldn't gloss over what the something was. You know, he overcame racism. He overcame 
a large swath of this country for a long period of time being a-okay with people who looked a certain way not being allowed to do everything that others could. That's the bigger issue, I feel like, to keep in mind here as you are looking at everybody wearing a 42 today. Jackie Robinson overcame a very difficult thing. That thing did really exist, and it does still exist to some level. And we need to examine our society constantly to make sure that we don't ever let something like that happen again. And we need to look at modern day examples of what's going on and say, oh, are there things we could still be learning from Jackie Robinson? I'd say the answer is yes, but it's a good thing to keep it in mind today. Guardians open up their home schedule tonight against the Giants. Reds and Dodgers again tonight. Of course, that's Jackie Robinson's team. I want to say this game is is the Apple exclusive game, right, Teddy? Yes, it is only on Apple TV Plus, but it's available free of charge right now. Oh, oh is that right? Yeah, so, but you do have to stream it. That's the only way to watch it, but it doesn't cost you anything right now. All right, thank you, Teddy. Very nice. Lots of smoke about a potential Kyler Murray trade again after reports saying the Cardinals have not offered him an extension comes out. Then there was another report saying that if Kyler doesn't get an extension before the season, he will not play for the Arizona Cardinals. There was a thing earlier in the offseason where Kyler Murray scrubbed the Cardinals from social media. That was a thing. And there was the reports that he was a baby. Cardinals thought he was a baby and immature. Then he said everything's fine again. Well, it seems like whatever, it seems like all the Instagram scrubbing and the he's a baby name calling, that all seems more true now today than maybe you may have thought it was previously. All of the efforts to minimize that seem very false, right? Like it, yeah. it seems like this relationship Clearly is not he, close to heal. He wants to be extended. Yeah. You know, and, whether he has the balls not, to go through with a holdout, I have no idea. Well, and I was saying earlier, because we were talking about landing spots for him, and would he be better than this guy or better than that guy? And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, for the Panthers, better than Sam Darnold, right? Yes, but, but, breaking news. Yeah, but does that mean you should go out and send two first-round picks for him and all this stuff? And then and then what? You're going to have to sign him. You're going to have to extend mm-hmm. him. He'd, he'd want to go there and get the big paycheck. Are you ready to do that for a guy that has, it seemed like, a lot of times down the stretch, kind of collapsed. And when he doesn't have his best receiver, he doesn't look nearly as good. Is that a guy you want to do that around? Ultimately, the Cardinals are weighing that themselves and saying, as of right now, it it doesn't seem like they want to. So I think that's got to be something you take into account here. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mr. Rooter Plumbing. 855-MISTERS. I just saw that uh, actress Liz Sheridan died. Liz Sheridan, also known as Helen Seinfeld, Jerry's mom on Seinfeld. She died at the age of 93. Hmm. That's too bad. Her birthday was five days ago. She turned 93 on April 10th. You know, obviously, I think most of us only saw her as an old lady who was on a sitcom. But what's interesting about her is that she had, you know, back in the day, a love affair with James Dean. I did not know that. Yes, she she wrote a book about it. She said it was first love for both of them. And wow. She drew little pictures of what their sexual encounters were like. Did she really? No, I threw that in. I was going to say, might have to buy that book now, see what's going on. <laughs> you want to see the caricature? Yeah. I want to see the stick figures or whatever she was drawing, but apparently that's too hot for too hot for books. Too I guess. hot for books. R.I.P. Yep. Liz Sheridan.
my gal. A college football team is taking player promotion to a whole new level. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for slow traffic on I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic is beginning to build in that area. You'll also find some backups on Route 315 southbound between Kinnear Road and 670. Traffic is slow there as well. Traffic report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Invisible Fence brand is changing the way people live with their pets. Experienced professionals provide pets independence to play outside while providing you confidence they're secure. Visit InvisibleFence.com to learn more. Invisible Fence brand surround your pets with care. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Man is kneading his dough. Take that for what it's worth. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Tool of the week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools at manandbone971. Most of our show has been dedicated to trying to bring back the breakfast bagel sandwiches at McDonald's. When I found out they were in other regions, but Central Ohio does not have them, I will not stand for that. Well, it's frustrating because we had thought it was a supply chain issue because there's been some supply chain issues. Don't know if you've heard about, you know, the world, but yeah, I could understand if they said it's just the the standard of bagel that we want for our restaurant at the price point that we usually get it. We just can't find it. So we're not going to offer it because we have to, you know, again, McDonald's isn't like your local restaurant or your you know, your local grocery store, even where it's like there are a variety of different options you can get different foodstuffs, right? At McDonald's or any other big chain like that, they're going to say all the bagels we get have to be one kind. They all have to meet this standard and they have to be at a certain price point because people, you know, these franchises may not want to pay the money to get bagels if That's they cost fine. a dollar extra than they used to or but something. But in Northern Ohio, they have it. In other regions across the country, they have it. So it's it's they've got a supplier. They've got it figured out. They elected not to bring it back here. Here, yes, we found out today that it was a there was a vote and the Central Ohio region said no thanks. There's got to be a corporate office somewhere for McDonald's here. Supposedly there's one over near Easton. Okay. Well then you and I are going to go. Okay. And like they used to do back in the day, we're going to just chain ourselves together. No. <laughs> no, we're and we're going to have a sit-in. I'm not going to chain. We're going to have a sit in. No, I'm not going to chain myself to anything. You're going to chain yourself to me. No. Don't minimize this cause now. I'm not minimizing it. I'm not going to go get arrested for bagels. I will. I will get arrested for you people. I'm well, doing this for the people. Are, is the audience asking us to do that much? I mean, yeah, I know we want the are. bagels brought back and we're we're lending our voice to it. We spent a lot of time talking about it. Talk is cheap is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. We need action. Yeah. Okay. We need to sing some songs and I'll meet some listeners down there. We can just sit in the office until <laughs> they remove us. I don't know that we need to do that, but we need some sort of chant. Well, Every good protest has a good chant. What should our chant be? Mm. That's a good question. We got people tweet us and let us know what they think at Man and Bone nine seven one. Trying to think because uh, 
Like, I mean, bagels is a tough word to rhyme. I know. Usually you want to rhyme. Bagels is tough. Mm. I, we'll think about it. Hey, spring game is tomorrow for the Buckeyes. It's also the spring game for other programs as well. UCF, Central Florida, they are known for their spring games. Oh, are they? I don't know. Okay. Who knows? But they're having their spring game tomorrow. They are taking player promotion to a whole new level. UCF announced today that it will have a custom QR code on the back of players' jerseys during Saturday's spring game. A scan of each player's QR code with the camera on a smartphone will take the user to a specific bio page that now includes social media handles, charities, and player merchandise stores that are now allowed through the NCAA's embrace of name, image, and likeness. So the back of the jersey, uh, where the number would be, yeah, I'm looking at the picture of this. There's no number. It's just yes, a QR there, code? Yes, there is no number. There's a number on the front of the jersey. But on the back. But on the back, every player has a custom QR code. Right, so you could scan it. So have you ever used the QR codes for anything? I, I tried it a couple times, and that was enough for me. Okay, yeah. I mean, if you scan them, they'll take you to... You can you can have it direct you to anything, but most people have it direct you to like an app or a website. And so, yeah, that's you could be sitting in the stands and watch a player and say, that guy looks... Like he's doing a good job. Who is that guy? Or, or, or I know who that guy is, and I want to. I don't know. What'd you say? Support his charity or spend well, some money what, on him? That's or? what they say. It's like right. hey, links to charities and player merchandise stores. Ah, yes, yes. They're linking the charities to this be, to show that they're going to do something wholesome. But man, we are really in the future, aren't we? We, we are just, in the future. You can you can because you're. I presume this will be on TV somewhere. I don't think it will be. You don't I'm, think I'm, anywhere I'm in the local area they won't have it no, on local TV? I'm not, I'm not thinking that they will. Okay. Well, maybe not. But I was saying if you were watching it on TV, you could probably even scan it from there. Just be like, yeah. But you know get- what I just thought? It was a split second, and I'm secure enough to admit this to you. Okay. I, it was a split second, and I just thought, I wonder who UCF is playing in their spring game. <laughs> If it's a big enough opponent, maybe they'd put it on TV. That's, that's what I was thinking. It's like, well, maybe I should look and see who they're playing, see if it's on TV. There's not oh, someone they're playing down there. themselves. Not one, not one local station's like, yeah, we're going to show no, some coverage of it. I mean, I'd be shocked. All right, well, you know what? Their local news will probably have some clips. And- U- UCF Dom Tiberi's over at the spring yeah. game. Well, and then and then on the news, maybe you see some guy make a big play, and you're like, I'm going to scan his QR code and send him some money. Hey, they money. got these codes on the back of the jerseys. He's queuing on codes where you scan them and they take you to a place. I don't know what it is. Yeah, the Q, the Q codes not not Q codes. not taking you where you think. Suddenly, they you took end up. me to some page. It was all about January sixth. Mm-hmm. What the yeah. hell? Yeah, that's not great. Well, I guess we are in a point now with college athletics where. So you're saying a guy could theoretically be at the game scan a QR code, and say, oh, merch store. Well, you know what I've always wanted to do? Buy a million dollars worth of some college player's merchandise. Mm-hmm. And then he could do that. I would assume it would be kind of difficult to get the scan because it's not like you're next to these people. And they are in constant well, motion. Unless you're standing on the sidelines. I'll tell you what, yeah, if I, I was playing, here's what I'm doing. I'm figuring out where all the rich boosters sit, and I'm making sure I plant on the sidelines. Coach, like, you want to go in the game? I'll be like, nope, coach, I'm good. Just going to stand right here next to cashapp.com. Speaking of uh, spring games, I saw something today about Miami, the Hurricanes. That made me laugh. So Mario Cristobal is there now, right? right? 
And now it's all about the return of the U. Like we haven't heard that before. Every new coach they've brought in in the last 15 years has been talking about the return of the U. Yeah. But now this is the real thing because Mario Cristobal is a local guy and he's swole and lifts weights and all those things. But I love this paragraph from CBSSports.com. Calling Miami's spring game the start of a new era is an understatement. In front of a sold-out house at MLS Inner Miami's DRV PNK Stadium, Saturday marks the Hurricanes' reintroduction to the world of big-time college football. Let's break that down for a second. Mm-hmm. Big-time football. New, saying it's the new era is an understatement. All right, they're back, baby. Yeah. Miami is back. But I love how the reintroduction to big-time college football is playing your spring game at a soccer stadium. Yeah, well, here's here's the thing about that soccer stadium, too, which I find hilarious because you wouldn't know it from listening to Major League Soccer or the people who cover the sport, but their soccer stadium, you know, years ago when Crew Stadium came in here, that stadium was called an erector set and it was just kind oh. of cheaply thrown together. Well, that's the new Inter-Miami Stadium is only barely in existence. They had to put it together very quickly because they wanted to build David Beckham and his group, a giant complex that didn't get approved by the Miami, you know, government. So they threw something together that works. I mean, you can watch a game there, but it's by no means like the luxurious brand new pro soccer stadium, the way they're kind of making this sound. Wow, it's big time college football. Okay. Big time college football in a smaller stadium. And it's not like, again, it's just, the idea that this somehow is Miami is back, it's kind of laughable. Maybe they will be. Maybe this is the start of them being really great. But the idea that they're going out to the soccer stadium to play, I mean, Lower.com Field is 20 times nicer than that stadium. It's a it's a wonderful stadium. Oh, if, I'm if saying, you put the Ohio State spring game at Lower.com Field, because oh, what's, yeah. what's the capacity there? 20,000 yeah, people? Yeah, around 20,000. All right, you'd have spring game tickets going for 1,000 bucks. Oh, yeah. People, people would trying be to get, in, to get there. in there. Absolutely. I just... This idea that they had to put it in a smaller stadium, maybe it's because they don't have any space or, you know, they, they don't think they can fill the other place. Now, Hard Rock, they're having an F1 race around there. Is that also maybe why? Because they've got know. that track going around the stadium? Maybe? I don't know. It's just, it's the paragraph that made me laugh. Big time college football at an MLS stadium. Yes. Hastily put together MLS stadium. Yes, barely an MLS stadium. Good Tool job. of the week is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident causing delays on 270 southbound at I-70. Traffic is beginning to build in this area as they try to get things cleaned up. You'll also find delays on Route 315 southbound between Kinnear Road and 3rd Avenue. Plan about a five-minute backup. Starving Report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options. If the customers stay legal on the road for less, play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. 
Common Man and T-Bone present Tool of the Week. Sponsored by the Lion's Den. The best tool, according to us, gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, located at Easton Gateway or ConradsOSU.com. Bone, are you ready? Oh, I guess I'm not ready. I thought my mic was on. I am ready. Cameron says, my guys. <coughs> Excuse me. My tool of the week is whoever broke into my car last night and stole my basketball bag with my shoes and rec league jersey. Oh, no. Hope they can fit a size 15 GTH. Must be nice, Cameron. Brag about your 15 feet size, foot size. Must be size. nice. He got his car broken into. Must be nice. Must I see be what nice. he's doing. Must be nice. I see what he's doing. The lose. Well, he's pointing out that if you steal his shoes, unless you have a size 15 foot, what are you going to do with it. that? Uh, lots of Phil Castellini votes. Sure. This week. Uh, Michael says, my guys. Excuse me. My tool of the week is Red COO Phil Castellini. Thanks for making me feel valuable as a Reds fan. Uh, Edward says tool of the week, Phil Castellini. Blank him in the A. Oh. Uh... Tate Martell fan club, Phil Castellini's mom, for bringing him into the world. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dickie the Punchline Donkey says, my guys. Ain't nobody got time for that. I'm my tool of the week. I picked up my two-year-old from daycare earlier this week with you guys in the car. And ever since, I've had to deal with her running around the house screaming Dilderoonie at the top of her lungs. Mm. Great, great parenting by me. Nice. Uh, Mitch. Mitch? Says my guys. That's right, boy. My tool of the week is the fat ass in front of me at Walmart that took the last six bag of Doritos Salsa Verde. <laughs> my weekly bag had to be changed to the other green one, the underperforming Flamin' Hot Limon, Limon, mm. which sucks, by the way. I hope your hole burns as much as my rage for you. <laughs> by the way, I was there at 630 in the morning. Well, so maybe the, there gets, was nobody else in that store. How do you know that? Maybe he that's when he goes is 640. Maybe that's when he, I don't know, maybe works third shift or something. Gets off, comes in, and you're sitting there taking all the Doritos. Uh, Joel says, my guys. Hello, I've accidentally painted a, a gentleman's sausage on a storm drain. My tool of the week is the people who gave the oral report about Dan Snyder. Yeah. How can they only do it orally? Smart of Dan Snyder to convince them to only deliver it orally generally doesn't leave a trail. <laughs> Hashtag oral. Mm. Don't don't I hate that word. I hate it. I wouldn't I wouldn't click on that hashtag. I would. Or yeah, maybe you would. Uh man's dung baby <laughs> says my guys. I'm Jim Tressel for Channel 3 News. My tool of the week is common man for not knowing who Adele is. Yeah. First whale slash Wale, now this? Wale. You should yeah. change your name to only 90s references, man. Hashtag GTA. <laughs> I know who Adele is. I just said I couldn't name a song from Adele. Well, yeah, I mean, you know of her, but you don't know anything she's actually done no. to be famous. No. You you've never heard any of her music. No. I think you'd like it if you listened to I it. I don't think I would. You don't like songs with pianos in them and people singing? No, it's fine. Okay, it's fine. Because she's, I mean, she's... Superior singer. I'm to sure she's most wonderful. people who I've ever heard sing and not, play piano. Yes, I'm not saying like that. a man who's played piano and sang about it. I think she's a superior singer to him. But okay, just leave it at that. All right. <laughs> uh, Curtis says, "My guys, Maurice Hall. My tool of the week is Baker Mayfield and other pros who criticize fans for booing. 
They don't realize this is the only way for fans to voice their unpleasure with performance. If fans don't show up, we're bad fans. Would you like us just to sit there and make no noise at all? No, no, no. Baker, that's silly. Baker wants you to cheer for him regardless of what he does, because if he sucks, then he needs a pick-me-up. And if he's good, obviously you need to cheer. But you have to remember with Baker, don't cheer when they are driving into their end of the stadium to score a touchdown and you're being loud and it's third and two on the five and you're going crazy, Baker's going to get mad at you and say, our dumb fans don't know when to shut up. So just remember, there's rules with Baker and he he is very explicit about those rules and they're very complicated, but he wants you to know them. Steve Mason's pads says, my guys. Tell them about it, Jojo. My tool of the week is common man for bragging about his endless stomach but never trying any eating challenge which would be a perfect opportunity to go on site at a restaurant. I had an eating challenge. Now, this is many years ago when I was doing the show with Torg. We had an eating challenge at a pizza place, and I won. Yeah. I won the challenge. Yeah, I don't doubt that you would win most eating challenges if you entered them. Without, like, real competitive eaters, I think you would well, beat yes, about anybody. Of course. The real that's disgusting though. The real competitive. Have you watched them do that hot dog thing? Oh sure. Where they yeah. just they dip the bu- dip the yep. buns in the water because you gotta well yeah. it, com- it compresses it I so you can get more in at once. Yeah. I eat for pleasure. I don't want that. Sure, I understand sure. what you're saying. You're eating for pleasure, uh, not Argel, for, uh, not for speed. Angela's cakes says my guys, and he is the only one I've ever met that can handle my junk. My not really tool of the week is common man for making me laugh so hard over his pizza-induced gastric distress. My baby girl looked and laughed like I was insane, which then inspired her to have a blowout so impressive I'm debating throwing away her pants entirely. Uh, yeah, sometimes you just got to acknowledge that there's no save in those things. Throw them out. You do. I got it. I'm just looking at the next one. Leanna Ray's walking fart says, my guys. Would you like to touch my monkey? All right. My tool of the week is T-Bone for not doing a bone of education on double dude poop luge. Well, I just found out about it yesterday. Or the, well, no, wait. No, we You're invented right. we it. Heard it. We, we didn't invent it. We invented the double dude poop luge. We did? I wasn't here when it was invented. Is that what it is? I thought Abigail invented it. Did yeah, you Abigail. Invent? No, no, I invented it. She just you, took it and took it. Abigail level. brought it up in a tweet. When did you invent it? I don't know. I did. I don't I'm remember. telling you I did. I don't ever remember hearing it brought up until Abigail tweeted it. But whatever. Show lore. You invented it. Quentin says, my guys. Sexy time. My tool of the week is both of you for not giving the would you rather prize to the double dude poop luge. You now owe us a sticker with said phrase on it. Get it done, stupid Brad. Yeah. It's not up to stupid Brad. Stupid Brad would have that done in a moment. It's up to people higher than him. Well, considering we can't get go to hell on a sticker, I don't think they're going to double dude poop poop luge. No. Uh, Eric says, my tool week is common man for not allowing David Spade to come on for a segment, (laughs) but wasting a whole segment about not letting him on. (laughs) Exactly right. That's you've just summed up the show about as well as you could, Eric. That's right. He's right. Yeah. Uh, John says my tool of the week is you guys. Whenever yeah. I hear a commercial about joint and pain relief, I expect to hear the hip exaggerated during the commercial, only to be disappointed. Yep. Now I I say it when I when I do it. Yeah. Yep. Got it. You got to get it right. Uh, Asphalt Soldier says. My guys. Would you like to touch my monkey? Did we do that one? I don't know. What one is it? No, Ted says no. The one that I just played. 
Oh, the sound. I yeah, thought you the meant sound. the email. I don't know. Uh, my tool of the week is myself. I forgot to change my TurboTax account and claimed my 23-year-old daughter, who's in grad school, and screwed up both of our taxes. Uh-oh. That sounds like an adult problem that I can't comprehend. Yeah, that's... I didn't even think about that. Do you do your own taxes or do you pay somebody? No, we do them. I say we, I mean my wife. Okay. She does them. She's smart. Well, someone has to be an adult. Well, she's smart. Yeah. Uh, Are we done with this? This is how most people end our show. It's just, Uh, So we'll turn it off now. Are they done? I'm I'm just trying to read through the rest of them to see if we miss one that's gold. I don't think we missed. I think you got them all. I could be wrong. I didn't get them all, but I can't get them all. Okay. What this we, is, you know what this is? This is enjoy me this, reading on the radio. enjoy this music? Well, what no, is happening? Just, why don't you talk and waste what some do time? Mean, why do I talk? I'm waiting for you. The crew are playing someone tomorrow. Give me a preview. Oh, they're playing Orlando City, and they're going to beat them. By half a, they're gonna they're gonna score a goal? goal? No, they're going to score half a goal. It's going to be half a goal to nothing. <laughs> because they can't actually score one freaking full goal. They're just going to score half right. a goal. I'm done. By the way, I just want to point out to the audience, we we get this list of all your tweets in, and usually I look at it, and then I got to hear from this one, I wish you wouldn't look at these tweets, because I really like your genuine oh reaction. First of all... And then, I don't look at it today, and I got you sitting there going, I don't know how to read anymore, I forgot, what am I supposed to do? So next time I'm Is opening it, I'm reading it. Yes! Just maybe maybe the- if Ted would send these to me more than two minutes before the segment starts, I could read <laughs> through them. But you were too busy playing ping pong oh, with Tim. You know what? How many, how many times are we going to blame me playing ping pong on something? By the way, we, because, have, not, we have not picked a winner. Maybe if I, Tim showed up before 5 exactly. o'clock. Exactly. Yes. I like how, though, you're giving Tim crap for showing up late. Not because his show has two hours no, and he's got to preview. I don't care about his it's show. It's because you didn't get to play ping right, pong with play him. play Pop a shot and ping pong. That's right. Um, pin the tail on Bodeman. Are we winning? Are we winning anything? Can yeah, I, pick oh, a winner. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, <laughs> Dickie the Punchline Donkey with the uh, Dildaroonie issue. Sorry. Dickie the Punchline Donkey gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, located at Easton Gateway or ConradsOSU.com. Back page coming up, Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident causing slowdowns on 270 Westbound before I 71. It is causing some heavy backups over there. About a 15 minute slowdown is expected. You'll also find some backups on Westbound 670 between I 71 and 4th Street. Traffic is slow there as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Rock and Mortgage. When you buy a home with Rock and Mortgage, you'll have a team of experts to help you every step of the way. Forget unwanted surprises and unanswered questions. That's not how they work. You'll feel informed and confident at every turn when you're ready to buy your refinance. Rocket can. Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face. As I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Hastily thrown together Buckeye Show at the top of the hour. The fine host, 
of the Buckeye Show. Short timing it today. <laughs> Your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. I'll take it. I'll take it. You guys. Yeah. Bone Man. You're out on the links today. Who, who Happy are you playing Friday. with? We had uh, Evan and Pavs upstairs. Oh, and I was Beamer. trying to think, who the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Sales guys. Yeah. Jeff Pavlino. I thought you meant Evan Turner was there with you. Evan Blankenship, who uh, did the... Windy out here about no, 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 not E.T. Not E.T. Evan, who's the voice of the... Uh, what's the song that he did for you guys? Oh, oh yeah, the, the show. Uh, and now the uh, Who's Going to Break who's the News Steven Stamkos. He did right? our version of it, yes. Mm-hmm. Very talented. That's right. Okay. Not so, so much as a golfer, but very talented okay, as a singer. You. There you go. Wow. He's go- no, he's going through a swing train, swing change right now. He was a good sport because I've known guys, if they're not playing well, they're breaking clubs and F-bombs here and there, but he was taking it in stride. He had a rough day on the course, All but he right, was so taking it, was, it in stride. It was you, Pavelino, Pavelino Beamer, Blankenship, and Beamer. Yep. So who won? I took him. I took him today. Money? No, I didn't take the money. We played Wolf, but I didn't. I didn't stick around for the payouts. I think we tied in the game. Or I actually might have. I actually might owe in the group game. I don't even know what. I don't even know what Wolf. All right, is. all right. I'll explain this. The Wolf they is play a, for an eight by ten of Wolf Blitzer. Good. That's <laughs> yes. what I was hoping. Wolf actually gives out the prize money at the end. He's there in the clubhouse. So what happens is three guys hit, and the last guy that goes in the foursome is the Wolf. So he gets to see the other three shots. And it's a two-man game. It's a way to just keep things fun so your teams change all through the round. It's not just two-on-two or one-on-one. But Beamer and I always play a one-on-one competitive round, stroke play, no matter what side game we have. Do you chant chant like Teen Wolf? You go, Wolf. Wolf. Well, no. Wolf. And then your best friend Boof comes over. (laughs) (laughs) Boof is underrated, by the way. Styles. Styles and Boof. Yeah. No, I'm I'm surfing on top of the van right now. Get off. That's my van to surf on. No, it's it's a good game, and yeah, Beam and I usually you howl like a wolf if you're going to be the wolf. Oh, at the I end. see. Like I if see. you want to go solo and lone wolf it, mm-hmm. you don't like anyone else's shots, or you're confident that you're going to win the hole by yourself. You just get up there and do a little oh 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 oh, and then you go and you tee off and and you have fun. But Beamer likes to talk a lot of trash, likes to talk the smack going into a round, and we took him down today, so that was nice. Three shot victory today. Does that happen a lot, or how's that work with Beamer? Is he usually pretty good? You no, know, Beamer's competitive. I would say he's got the Vegas odds reversed with what he throws out there for what normally happens. But that's that's good for me. That's good. I, okay. get, I got the value, right. and I'm winning more often than not. Okay. Was he carrying around his spittoon with him today, too? <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to Shaw. get him one. We need to get him like Big a chief. nice little brass spittoon from like the old 1800s mm-hmm. just something like that engraved with his name on god it. he would have fit right in the 1920s with all those ball players even well, today's ball a, players he's a baby face guy oh yeah they would have taken him behind the bleachers <laughs> <laughs> beamer's a big guy though i don't think he they might would, look I don't think he might look happened. young but he's feisty <laughs> he could never he's go to school he, he could never go to prison beamer could never go to prison okay. <laughs> why no, let's just leave it alone. Buckeye Show. What's coming up on the hastily thrown together Buckeye Sid Show? It wasn't hastily thrown together. We have two full hours. We have wonderful content. We got the spring game coming up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Patrick Murphy, he's actually getting ready for the, the Crew 2 match, right? Like the second team for the Crew. They're playing yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah, they are. So That's he's right. gonna he'll be out there, but we'll be talking about beers and Buckeyes getting ready for the spring game. You know game. what happens when you score a goal in the Crew 2? MLS 2? What happens? How like a wolf. <laughs> Just like that. Oh.
My wolf, not very fierce. I'm going to go out on a limb and say none of you guys have ever seen or heard a wolf. Because that does not at all sound like what they show. Show us how it's done. Come on. I can't. I'm not howling. Doesn't sound like that. Teddy, will you howl for us, please? No, Ted's not going to howl. Ted, he Ted's, is. I will not. I don't know. I don't know what it sounds like. Self for that? That's silly. Who knows? I don't. Yeah, I've I've seen plenty of wolves. You Make me live. a bicycle clown. You still. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else? Patrick Murphy, what else? Duran Grant is going to join us in the second hour, talk about some of these DBs, what he's up to, a little segment we call Tyvis Has a Friend. So we're trying to get nice. Tyvis to go through his Rolodex and bring on teammates and former players. Very so good. we start with him tonight. All right, you pulled it all out tonight, my friend. Buckeye Show, top of the hour. It's going to work. Right here on the fan, back page. The back page. The back page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Oh, no. Well, man, the U.S. military has confirmed an interstellar meteor collided with the Earth. That doesn't sound good. Well... You know, meteors hit the Earth from time to time, and what's normally happened, in fact, every time we've been able to get one, analyze it, and figure out where it likely came from, it's been determined it came from in our solar system. So this one, being an interstellar meteor, that means it came from another star's orbit, meaning the sun is, you know, obviously a type of star, so it's saying this came from some other solar system or or whatever probably another star that a big piece of debris broke off from wherever this was floated through space for god knows how Mm. long and then ended up on january 8th 2014 on the northeast coast of papua new guinea it 2014 yeah eight years ago we're talking yeah they found this fragment and they've studied it and it took them this long to determine where it came from and now they can confidently say that in fact they believe it came from somewhere outside of our solar system. So that is believed to be the first one. They do say it hit the Earth at yeah. a speed of about thirty-seven point three miles per second. So let that What's one. What's that in sink miles in. per hour? Times That's uh, the only way I can times see sixty things. times sixty. So thirty-seven miles per second times sixty Just and then me, another sixty. Are we above fifty thousand miles per hour? I'm not that good with the math. I got to be honest. That'd be pretty. Know fast still really i don't know if you know pretty Might fast blow anyway. up a human body that fast <laughs> yeah i think i'm a, thinking it would i think a space rock might just i'd be the guy that. to be standing in the way yeah. of a space <laughs> died by space rock there you go pretty good old bit body's gone it's dust <laughs> how, would, <laughs> they would, how would they know actually that's probably what someone happens. sees it with a lot of these unsolved feet away. I swear to God, the dude just vaporized. <laughs> he just, he's gone. He was howling like a coyote on <laughs> he was, meth. And he just vaporized. <laughs> on a lot of those unsolved mysteries where it was a missing person, like, we don't know what happened yeah. to him. It's like, probably Vapor- just vaporized hit by a meteor. By meteor. What do you want? He was Next. hit by a speeding rock. <laughs> who is that? I don't, who I don't is know. That? That's my, we that's we my left you out to dry on that <laughs> one. Is Bobby Carpenter the host of Unsolved Mysteries? <laughs> yes, that's right. He took over. Mm. All right, Buckeye Show's next. Have a great weekend. Cabin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good evening. Watch out for an accident causing slowdowns on Wilson Road south of Roberts Road. Line on some backups in that area. About a 10 to 15 minute slowdown as things continue to clear. And more delays expected on Westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. About a five minute delay over there. Strip Report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. Help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. Have a great weekend, folks. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald ball! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> hey. I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills... Like, my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe. I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man. Everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, you're, I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, I can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You you would. You would look like a total clan member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just... Stop What am I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, there are other white people who can pull it off. I'm just (laughs) saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have, like, shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing that's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like oh he's 
going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it, even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down. Then is it okay where it is now? Because well, I'm fine wanna, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. Like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy. Good. Right I now. don't. <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something.